Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the LA Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the LA Lakers, now only on Hulu. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Brick layers and ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door's supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, though? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amaya Hawkins. Appreciate you taking time out today to listen to the latest episode of the show. Got another Who's on the Line episode before we get started. It's sponsored by Abra Insurance. Go to abrainsurance.net for all your insurance needs, home, business, auto, life, any type of insurance. Holler at the good people at Abra Insurance, Billy and Charlene White, proud sponsor of the Ball Hawk Show. And also go to sthujuice.com for all your Shut the Hell Up Juice apparel. Get your Petty Hawk sweatshirts. Get your Redemption shirts. And um, be great today, shirts and sweatshirts. So go to sthujuice.com. Dot com and also go to AmadHawkins.com if you want to review any of the walkthrough episodes, any TV work that I've done, and every single podcast episode, all on one platform, AmadHawkins.com. So without further ado, check out the latest episode of Who's on the Line, part one. Yeah, this is just part one. Roll it. What up, what up, what up? You heard the intro from Petty Hawk. We got another 757 general on the line. Number 44, Wahoo Nation, middle backer. That guy, my guy, old school soul, my man Henry Cole. That's a ball right there. Y'all go ahead and y'all like to rap a little bit. Henry, man, what's going on with you, man? What's up, baby? What's up, baby? I'm good, man. How about yourself? I'm good, man. I got you on the line, man. You know, for the people that don't know, me and Henry talk a lot of sports off the air. Like, people see us go, they interact on, on Facebook if they're on Facebook. But a lot of folks don't realize how much me and you chop it up, talk sports. And I was just like, man, let me get Henry on here because my dog got two degrees from UVA, not one, but two. You know, they think, you know, middle line, like linebackers are just barbaric guys. Um, everybody know about Michael Kaiser, but, I mean, you was a smart dude too playing in the middle. So, why not bring you on the show, man? It's only right. 
You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. It's an honor, man. It's an honor. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. And, and early congrats for the fans that don't know. My man Henry got blessed with another child. So congratulations to you on that, man. Yeah, baby. Uh, hey, I'm two for two, man. I'm about to go ahead and get neutered, though, man. So you got, is it two boys now or a boy and a girl? Two boys, man. You got two. 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 Oh, yeah, you two for two, yeah, because your grocery bill is really going to show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Your your grocery bill is going to show you batting for 1,000 for real. Yeah, man. I'm already feeling a little bit with the oldest. Don't feel bad. My wife wants me to get clipped, too. So I think Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it this summer, though. Don't tell Wally, though. Wally, Wally don't like that. So, yeah, it is what it is, bro. Shout out to the big bro Wally Rayner, the other fofo yeah. that I know. So yeah, man. So you heard the heard the show. You know, I know you checked out Quinn's another another guy from the Beach area who name dropped you in his episode. So uh, first of all, bro, I thought you was from Virginia Beach, but tell the people where you're originally from. So man, I'm originally from uh, Mobile, Alabama, man. You know what I'm saying? I grew up there. Uh, I grew up there for the for the first, you know, the first half of my life, whatever the case may be. And then, you know, like I like I uh, disclosed before, my mother was um, what she was 16 when she got pregnant with me or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And she ended up joining uh, the military. I uh, whenever she graduated from high school, and her first duty station was uh, San Diego, California. <clears throat> so you know, I stayed mobile. I stayed some in San Diego because I didn't go with her. At first, because, you know, you join the Navy, your first uh, duty station, and typically you're always on a boat. Okay. So for most of that first duty station, you know, I stayed back in Mobile with my grandmother at the time, um, over there by, like, RV projects and whatnot. Mm. And then from there, we moved back to um, Mobile, you know. I went to school out in uh, Daphne, you know, Daphne, Alabama. I don't know if some people might even know that. It's over there by, like, Fairhope, Bayman, Alabama, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, And then... Whenever I was like 11, 12 years old, that's whenever I came back up to, uh, that's whenever we finally moved to Virginia. I went to Virginia Beach Middle School my sixth grade year, Bayside High School, well, Bayside Middle my seventh, eighth, and then I was Bayside High throughout. Dang. Mobile, Alabama. How was that? Yes, how was that change, man, coming from Alabama then going going to Virginia Beach for you? I man, mean, I know you was, was 11, it was, but. It was, it was, man, you know, I already, you know, I was already. Being a Navy brat, growing up a Navy brat, mm-hmm. I was already equipped with the tools I needed in order to adapt to any situation. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But yeah. moving up to Virginia from Alabama, you know, a lot of stuff that people care about or uh, are uh, into whenever you start moving up north and stuff like that ain't the same as down south. You know, yeah. it ain't country. You know, Mobile ain't country. It's a city. You feel what I'm saying? A port city. Like one of the biggest. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... It was still certain elements like that. So the way I dressed and stuff like that, and we wore a uniform, bro. Mm. <laughs> we wore uniforms to <laughs> school. You did what I'm saying? Yeah. Another thing that that baffles a lot of people. I used to tell them, man, we used to get coddled in school. You feel what I'm saying? Like if you um, you know, you talking back or whatever the case may be, man. Hey, you got to get them licks. Mm. The, the teacher might pull out a the, you know the meter stick, or they might pull out a a, a paddle or whatever the case may be. So and going through stuff like that my entire life. I always wore shorts under my pants, man. <laughs> I remember one time, bro, I think it was Martin Luther King Day. I think I had like four or five like different pairs of shorts on, man, underneath my school uniform, man. So when she tried to hit me with the meter stick, I done broke the damn meter stick. <laughs> what? Yeah, man. But my bad. But to go, go back on what we talking about. But nah, moving you up, good. you know. Yeah. Certain stuff wasn't, um, <laughs> even the way I talk. You feel what I'm saying? You know, down south. 
some people talk slower than other people. We talk a thousand miles per hour. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you just gotta you gotta keep up. Yeah. You know? But um the way I talk with certain words like center, everybody act like they know what the hell center meant. Like I'm fixing to do something. Fixing, but now yeah. everybody says it. Yeah. You know, I came up there where, where I can read about classics or a certain way I was dressed because I wasn't used to you know, you I probably rocking uh, Cortez's too. Reebok classes you and Nike what? Cortez's. You probably wear Nike Cortez's also, huh? No, I ain't had no Cortez's, man. You had no Cortez's, man. I wasn't in the clothes, man. I'm but just I'm saying, you know, when you said Reebok classes, it made me think of Cortez's as well because that's a classic for, for Nike when you're not yeah. wearing like fat heads, you know, or Air Force Ones, whatever one you call them, but... Oh, man, to this day, the only Nikes I still buy is all black and all white for the most part, man. That's yeah, it. Yeah, you buying the flaves, the Air Force Ones. Yeah, that's me too. Yeah. That's me too. Give me a $90 yeah, clip. Man. Let me get that. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm with you that's on it. that. And once <laughs> they simple, crease, they're done. Once I crease them, I need another pair. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So all that stuff, man, too. Sometimes, man, what about first move up here? You know, it was it was different, so it was still attractive to a lot of people. But at the same time, it was, I mean, certain stuff you could joke on, man. You know, the Reebok classics, they they lean early, man. <laughs> oh, dog, you ain't lying about that. They do lean quick, boy. God. Hey, man, you know, I was what I was sixth grade, one forty, then seventh grade, a hundred and like one sixty five, eighth grade, I was like, you know, one eighty five. Oh, so you were playing offensive line when you first started playing football, then. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. So that thing straight mudding people. Come here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What year did you start? Did you start playing football in Bama, or you didn't start until you got to Virginia? So Bama? I played. I played one year in Bama, man. And for uh, I can't even remember what the hell the name of the team was, but I just remember our colors like purple. It might have been like the Daphne Trojans or something, because that's the team in Daphne. Okay. But I played for them down there, but then I didn't like it. It was like fourth grade. I didn't like it. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I didn't know what the hell I was even out there doing for the most part or whatever it is either. I was mad young, man. But I played um, my sixth grade year at Virginia Beach Middle School. That's when I picked it up. And that was one of my – I used football as one of those things to, you know, get a, get adapted to stuff like that. And so that's what it actually became. You know, a lot of the guys that I met, a lot of the people that – a lot of guys who they wanted to be was, you know, athlete order cases. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So – you just got to use your tools, you know, to the best of your abilities, man, and know how to maneuver them. So whenever I found out what the hell my, um, what the hell my, what do I want to say, my niche was, whatever the case would be, you know what I mean? I just exploited it. And then yeah. I just happened to, you know, gradually, and then whenever I moved to Bayside, man, I just got, I, I figured out at 13, man, I said, you know, this right here is my hustle. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? At 13, like my grades was always there, man. Like, you, you feel me? But I never in my head, it never, it never registered to me to be a, um, be a football player, whatever the case would be. I never, like, I, I didn't even watch sports growing up for real, for real man. Oh, like, I was, man. I was just that kid, man. I, I stayed to my damn self, man. It, it is what it is. Playing video games, none of that stuff for real, for real man. So, Wait. but when I got the base side, it was Coach Hardy. Was our uh, like defensive coach, if you want to call him that, and Coach Scott. He was like the offensive guy, or whatever. At Bayside, man, we won the city championship damn near every year. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? And guys would like guys to this day. And I was just talking to uh, Coach White, the high school coach, yesterday the other day. It's a damn. They got the Maury coach going to visit the high school coaches, I mean, the middle school coaches at Bayside Middle, man, because they were saying, man, it's something in that damn water, bro, over there at Bayside, man, because we just want the typical size of your average. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 12 to 14 year olds man 
and the stuff that them guys are able to do, man, athletically wise, like, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous, man. That's all I can say, bro. So, me being under those guys, man, I didn't even figure it out seventh grade that I was going to college. It was thir- I was 13 in um, eighth grade, man. I told my mom, I'm like, yo, you ain't gonna have to, you ain't gonna have to pay for school. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I made my decision right then and there. You feel me? Yeah. And like I said, whenever it comes to grades and stuff like that, the grades was always there. Like, my mom can tell you to this day, like, she ain't probably seen a report call since second grade. You feel what I'm saying? Because my mom, the way she raises you, mm-hmm. is, um, the standard is already set. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so the standard was, the standard was A.B. Honor Roll. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's it, like, like, and that's, you know, that's the bare minimum type of thing. You feel what I'm saying? But that's the standard. And she'll let you bump your head, like I say, with the whole uh, Native American analogy whenever I made it, whenever we uh, were on the panel. But that's 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 really how it was. You know, whenever, for anybody that doesn't know, that Native American mother, whenever they see her, her son or, or daughter go to the stove to touch the hot stove, they allow them to do that because they learn from experience versus learning from you just telling them because that curiosity will still eat that child up. Yeah, that's a fact. So, yeah, so that's what I mean by that. But to go back to what I was saying, man, eighth grade, I found out, I still didn't know what the hell I was doing for real, but I knew I had sides. Mm-hmm. That's when my first year, I think I played linebacker. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it just it just seemed like something that could be done, man. And I was prevailing at, at, at doing what the hell I was doing, man. And lo and behold, shoot, I made that, shoot, I made the decision at 13. You know, I was getting into trouble still and stuff like that. That's Whenever it comes to the trouble and all that other kind of stuff, I'll go back to that later. I was getting into trouble and stuff like that. But I made that decision, and then whenever I got to high school, man, um, you know, we played varsity. Me and my homeboy, I wasn't even the biggest guy on my team that one. I think whenever I graduated middle school, I was probably around like 195. One, but I wasn't even the biggest on. freshman coming in. 195? Yeah. What the hell? What you eating? Ham hocks? Whole, whole what, what, chickens? What, 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 195? What, what, God. Yeah. I wasn't even 195 coming out of high school, son. 195? Out of middle school? What, 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 what you think I came to, high, to uh, UVA win, man? Man, I don't know, but 195 coming out of eighth grade, you had to be like 230 coming out of high school then. Yeah, I was 240 when I walked on campus. Get the... I played, I played my senior year at 230. So you lost weight in college from high school? No. Did you just say you was 240 when you came to UVA? Yeah, I was 240. As a freshman? Yeah. Man, hold on. Time out, man. Hold on, people. That's Y'all... why I should have played first year. But, hey, that's hold another thing. Hold, hold on. Hold no, on. No, we going to get there. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, a, wait a damn minute. This fool's too... Dog, if I would have played you in high school and you was 240 playing linebacker, I, I would have choice words for your coach to get you tested. Oh, no. Nah. I was 230. I was 230 in my senior high school, man. Yeah. But my years, it went, it went like 195 to 210 to 220 to 230. Yo, you know, our offensive line in Hampton High, man, the biggest dude was 200 pounds. That was like... Really? Yeah, he was considered fat. And you 230 playing linebacker. Time's changed, yeah, the times definitely did change because, yeah, 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 you right. Because, not you know, my last year high school was 90, last football season was 96, and you was what, 09, 8? Yeah, 09. Yeah, my last football season was 09. 09, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, times definitely did change. I give you that. But, good. 230? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that just blew my mind. 
My dog said, "What? How much you think I weighed in, in high school?" I'm like, "Yo, 195 as an eighth grader, dog. You was brawling." Oh yeah, because I wrestled 185, but then I got kicked out the team because of the uh, not kicked out of the team. My mom took me out the team because of the trouble I had got into. And you got and you had the Manny Pacquiao calves in in middle school too, didn't you? I had the Manny Pacquiao what? Calf muscles. You know, Manny Pacquiao <laughs> no, got them man. huge calf muscles. You got them because you walk on your toes. <laughs> Oh yeah! Don't think I don't pay attention. You walk. You one of them toe walkers. Got them no, big, big man. ass calves. Oh, you ain't no, got no. Man. Oh. I walk on the sides of my feet. No, but it's part of your toe. <laughs> yeah, you might roll a little bit, but it come up on the toe. Come on, mm-hmm. man. I seen, I seen, I seen videos of your little one. He got, he walked just like you on his toe. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. He, he ready for contact. But mm-hmm. yo, so let me go back because you talked about education. I think that's I think that's dope because a lot of that gets lost in translation when you come to football players, especially the education piece. You, mm-hmm. your mom being so young, having you, fam, and being like a single mother, and having to go away for the Navy, being displaced from you, but you just holding on to her message, man. Like, and getting pat like did getting paddled in Alabama help make sure you had good grades, or it was just like that military like yo oh just your respect for your mom in general oh no you know the parents sign off on that man so you can paddle by like the teachers and stuff but I can't say that um I don't think that that had anything to do with the grades man yeah really honest with you, alright <laughs> you feel me it was just it's just a thing of uh, control more than anything man okay and then, mm-hmm. and then you said, so you consider yourself more of a loner, and and then you ain't play video games though. You you was a you was a, a, a alien. How you don't play video games? Let me tell you that, that I play video games. Okay, man. I play video games. About I, I had the PlayStation. I remember I got the PlayStation when we was in California. I used to play down Spiral, man. Okay, but whenever I say I ain't play video games, like whenever I got introduced to let's say girls or whatever the case may be. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'm about to say this but boy was in the video games. Like, God damn, yeah. Coley, what were you doing? Push yeah, ups and reading the, the dictionary. Age, so I'm talking about, I'm talking about like eighth grade. I probably put that on the on the back burner. You feel what I'm saying? Totally, you was a nerd. Like, video games probably probably got stopped when I was in like eighth grade, man. Was, was you a brolic nerd? Nah. You were glass you, you could probably say that. Hey, you could say, I ain't wear glasses. I was like the class clown, man. Hey, what was but your? I had, I had all my, but I had all my ducks in a row. You feel me? Yeah, no, nah, I'm just joking. People know I joke like this with Cody, so don't think I'm trying to disrespect him by calling him nerd. I'm actually trying to get him to interact back because he loved to talk trash to me. But what was your nickname coming from Bama, though? Since you talk fast and you was from the South, any any? Oh no, nah. nicknames. What what? The cats would call me Hen. Whenever I moved up here, the cats would call me like Henroy, Hen Dog, Hen Diesel, like all that little bit of shit, man. Hen Diesel, he gonna throw that. But that's because of being that's because of being strong and he, all, all bigger. Now he's he, now he's strong. Oh, okay. Here we go. Now this the Henry I know. Hen Diesel, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I swear to God. Look, I, 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 a funny story. I, I even made my my email Hen Diesel at yahoo.com. You feel what I'm saying? But I ain't know how to spell Diesel. Oh. So it's, it's true. Even my matter of fact, even the name on uh on IG is the same, bro. Yo, that's you, you not lying. Yo, that's <laughs> yeah. He he telling the truth. He telling the truth because he just blew my mind. And you pay attention. That's crazy. Yeah. Like I never pay attention to like the real, you know, because I know who you are. Damn. Okay, you got me. Yeah. You ain't had no ball. You ain't shave your head ball when you saw Fast and Furious, though, did you? Oh, 
Okay. No, man. That's okay. what y'all was out here doing, man, when the Wally came on ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wally, yeah. Wally had them lokes on trying to fight baby bears and stuff. Not a cub, but a baby bear. Yeah, man. It was crazy. Yeah, something I said, bro, why you why he cut each other the picture, man? He cut his head at, like... 12 or 14 He didn't have a ball head man. Ever since Ever since Ever since dog And the same he Because of the rap same. group Yo he thought he was Onyx out there Exactly bro That's what I'm talking about <laughs> So look man So when you get to Bayside When was the first year That you actually Got like a questionnaire And started getting Interest from From college coaches Man Probably ninth grade man Damn ninth you grade too because, because look it's, it, but it was because we we because of our size for one, and yeah. then we were we were on the coattails of DJ Manuel. DJ Manuel, my first year, man, he was a junior. My mm. first year, that's whenever he skyrocketed up the recruiting boards to be the number one quarterback. Yeah, like cats was flying helicopters, man, and landing them at Bayside for this dude, man. Like, yeah. It was ridiculous, bro. What was that like, you know though? Because I, mean? I played with Ron- Ronald Curry as my quarterback, so I I know exactly what it is to be a part of a phenomenon playing quarterback because. You know, man, you go back and forth about quarterbacks and stuff online, but people don't realize how much love the quarterback and attention the quarterback position gets. So, how was it like for you in the two thousands getting that attention with an EJ Manuel and you so young? Yeah, you know, like okay, let me let me backtrack a little bit. You know, a lot of them cats they grew up seeing these guys mm. go up and getting this kind of attention and stuff like that. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But me being from where I'm from and not even, not, I was never in that mix. I didn't grow up playing football and all this other kind of stuff, man. These dudes, like, it, it, it was regular for them. But to me, like, I I was never wide-eyed. Like, a lot of cats be wide-eyed about it because, you know, they would see it happen to other players and stuff. But I was never wide-eyed about it, man. Okay. Whenever it came, it came. If it didn't, it didn't. Like, <laughs> And that's what I try to that's what I try to point out, bro. Like that down south mentality, bro. I, it didn't turn me on or tickle my fancy like it did a lot of other cats, man. Mm. Wow, that's you feel me? Like 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 back in the day, bro. Like I remember, shoot, tenth grade is whenever cats out of my tenth grade is whenever they really started. Like it really picked up. That's whenever Clemson, like the coaches from Clemson, comes out there while I'm at PE to check me out. You feel what I'm saying? Or, or, or Stanford is pulling me and my homeboy um, transcripts at the same time and stuff like that. Like, these are the type of things that are happening real, real early on. You feel me? Yeah. So, it didn't It didn't really It didn't really phase me, man. I just knew I had to put that work in. No, I saw what you did there, though. I see how you threw Stanford out there. That was impressive. That's impressive. You get kudos yeah. for that. And then they said that <laughs> they, they, they needed me to take a more AP class. Like, two AP classes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I ain't like, messing with you, man. That was, my man said, you know, because other guys going to throw in... So I'm going to let the people know how you think. So other guys, if I ask about the schools, they're throwing, like, the football schools that are impressed, like, a fan mm-hmm. who knows is a football plant. But you said Stanford pulled me to the side. Yeah. And you know I, you know the school I, I, that almost got me, man, was, uh, was Duke. I was about to say I, Duke, I, dog. I was about to say yeah. Duke. How did because I know that? Because they, um, because Coach Cutcliffe, what Duke became, I seen it, I seen it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I've seen it going to happen. You feel what I'm saying? Because this cat is coming from the SEC. And I always, me personally, not to toot my own little horn or no shit like that, but, like, coming up, I always view myself from because I'm from the South or whatever. I wanted to be a, a SEC player in the ACC. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. That, that makes a lot of sense. You feel what I'm saying? Like, right hard-nosed football, man. Like, that's because that's, that's my style. 
That's what we talk this about. This whole finesse and all this, like, I'm not, I'm not that guy, bro. Yeah, that's what we talk about, though. We talk about that all the time off air. We always say Clemson is, is basically an SEC school in the ACC. Yeah. How he recruit and, and the players that, that we see that's on the forefront for them. For sure. Specimens, man. Yeah. Like, there's so many guys, man, that came through UPA, bro, that, that, um... That if you just would have told them, don't don't overcoach them. Just tell them, hey, go get the goddamn ball. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. They they probably would have been. They probably would have got drafted versus not being in the league. Because I bring you can like you think about a guy like Trent Corny, man. Damn. Like I've never, bro. A this freak. guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a freak. He was a, a specimen, man. It was. He he a so super not, specimen now. Yeah, like two eighty. Probably two percent body fat, man. It's Almost. crazy. His IG page, his this, IG page is disgusting. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I, you know, I really thought he was gonna get a, a chance, so I still probably I don't want to say get drafted based off of the videos he was doing going into his senior year. Yep, because he was jumping out of a pool backwards, jumping in the back of jeeps, you know, uh, windmilling off one foot, and it was all on ESPN. Like it was, it was ridiculous, man. Yeah, Trent Coley is a freak. I thought he would blow up in Canada, like in the CFL, because he's Canadian. I was like, yo, they got them one. Yeah, but you, you know how it go, man. Yeah, that's a fact. So, you mm. know, with, so after EJ Manuel left, you come into your own, become basically the best backer, one of the best in the country, but definitely the best in your area. Getting recruited, you said Duke almost lowered your way. Uh, coach London mm-hmm. was, the, was the coach here. Who was, who was this uh, coach that? Was your scout in your area? No, 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 no. Man, I committed on the Grove. Oh, I'm tripping. Yeah, I had a brain yeah. fart. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did, you Grove. did. Yeah. So on the Grove, on Grove staff, who was who was your contact that was that was talking to you the most? Latrell Scott. Latrell Scott, my guy. Yes, sir. Yeah, Latrell, hell of a recruiter, boy. Oh yeah, he was getting him, man. He, he he definitely uh he put the vice grips on me. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, look, you know, he tell you the, the stuff the recruiters gonna tell you, man. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was what it was because, man, I looked at you know the defense and understanding the coaching tree. Whenever came to my, making my decision, bro, I, I wasn't on blitzing, glamour, and all this other kind of stuff, man. Just the way I am, you feel me? But yeah. you know, I studied the tree and stuff like that, and and. Grow was the guy that I felt like I would have gotten the most out of him. You mm. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Whenever it comes to his defense and how things are run. Yeah. Like, true. it was just, it is what it is, bro. But then the transition to London was still smooth because I was getting recruited by Richmond, too. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And me and this dude used to talk. I knew before he was, I knew before and that he was going to be the coach to get that job anyway because, like, based off the conversations that we were having before, Everything was official. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So whenever he showed up, Coach Brown showed up. And Coach Brown, you know, because he was at another uh, institution too. But he, uh, you know, because I remember him coming up to the high school. Oh. Uh, like we lost Coley. We'll get him back. Let me get him back. Let me get him back right quick. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, my bad. You all right. But like, but like Coach Brown, who ended up being my linebacker, because I remember him coming up to the school and he was saying like, "Hey, you recognize me?" And I said, "Yeah." He was like, "Where you recognize me from?" And I said, I, "You know, it's the recruiting trail, man." Yeah. Just, <laughs> they bullshit you, you bullshit this too. But I can't remember what the hell he was talking. But Chip West too, because I think Coach West was at uh, JMU at the time. Yeah, Chip. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. So did that so play a role? That played a role. So if if London and those coaches wouldn't uh, transition to UVA, you probably would want to do. Duke, man, my coach wanted me to take my because uh, my first offer, my second offer actually was uh, from Louisville. He wanted me to take a visit to Louisville. Ah, okay. And that's before they were ACC. You know yeah, what I'm saying? If yeah. they were ACC, that probably would have made it a little bit sweeter. But he <laughs> said. <laughs> 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 like nah, I'm but good. like even, but I was done with the recruiting trail, man. Like um, like I spoke on before, man. My um, while I while I was going to the end of that stuff, you feel me? My uh, my grandmother, we found out my grandmother had cancer for the uh, second time. Oh man! And you know, if you, if I'm on the phone with her, but then my phone's been blown up by these coaches from different schools and stuff like that. Like uh, I was just I was done, bro. Yeah. I was done, man. So you can kind of say that I even committed early because I didn't wait. I didn't make this big decision like a lot of people, man. I, right before my senior year, like in July, I believe it was, man. Oh, word? I committed, and then, yeah. Dang, that's dope, mm-hmm. though. That's yep. dope, because I think, uh, I want to say, I think Hasis was the same way. He committed early. So Who? Uh, Hasis. When I talked to Hasis, I think he committed. Oh, early. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, man. Yeah, exactly. I had a conversation with my mom, and this right here is what Coop said there, man. She said, um, because, you know, she, she could keep her into the street, too, even though she ain't know nothing about football. Like, she, she, like I said, she lets you do, make your own decisions, but she still is on the back end paying attention to stuff, even if y'all never have a conversation. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But she, she sent me down, she said, I said, Ma, I think I'm about to grab, uh, commit to a school or whatever. And the only question she asked me was, would you still go to the coaches one day? Mm. And whenever I could answer that question, I could say yes. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, and man. Oh, she was behind Because I'm glad you talked about that. Because now with, with you know, the the dilemma now as far as allowing kids to transfer without consequence at least one time because the coach leave. Yeah. And you just, not, you just said some real nah. stuff that <laughs> I could go there even if the coach is not there. I'm making my decision based off the school and not the, not the coach. No question. Uh, and kids these days, man, that's adding to, a, to building – people that ain't men. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I honestly feel like that. Certain, certain situations I completely understand. In the NCAA, they could have done a better job of listening to every situation. You feel what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. allowing them to do such a thing. You feel me? But sometimes, man, if you just allow everybody to have that kind of leeway, man, like, because kids, to build a man, man, you got to go through adversity, bro. And, and we're going to get into that too whenever it comes to my UVA journey. You know what I mean? Yeah. But certain stuff, bro, you just got to go through. And if you got to put that time in, graduate, like, you do it the right way. You feel what I'm saying? Nah, that's but real. Cats, they they commit to a school, man, and then they in the transfer portal before uh before summer workouts even over. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Nah, I agree with that. It's ridiculous. But uh, I got a cousin who I got a cousin who played running back, man, at um at Wake Forest, Tyler Bell. Okay. He was a true freshman in the whole nine yards, had a promising career, man. But he ended up tearing his ACL twice. Like it was like his first year and then spring ball in his second year, I believe it was, man. And he entered the the uh the only reason he entered the the, the portal because he that's the fact he's playing for Brad now. Do you remember old GA? Yeah, yeah. Brad he he coaches down in South Carolina, he's playing over there for him now. So that's how small the, the uh football world is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but he entered the portal after he got his degree from Wake Forest University. And it isn't because they were gonna give him a shot. They they straight up told him like, look, man, like <laughs> Like they like we we got these coaching jobs for you. We love you to death, but we can't 
like, you know, take up, I don't know whether the business of it, whether it's taking up a scholarship, whatever the case may be, we can't, we can't, we don't want to put you back out there again because you already tore us on twice. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But the football mentality in you is telling you, man, look, <laughs> I'm a football player, bro. <laughs> I got two more like he got the, he got another year left so he played one year this year he had another year left man like that's just that's just what it is man you feel me yeah. and my bad whenever we talk about the commission part no, 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 but you good. Nah, no, don't feel like you got to... I want to go back to that. Nah, you good, man. This, this, yeah, look, man, this is your but interview. You don't to, feel to like, don't feel like you got to gotta go, like, in a in a straight line. Like, do what you do. Because they oh, hear yeah, this yeah. from you. But, you know, I got to finish my thoughts. I'll never get, we'll never get an answer, man. <laughs> you are. But, right. <laughs> but whenever it comes to that, man, and the culture that we had built at UVA... I mean, at Bayside. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? It was a good group of guys. A lot of them had good grades. I could go down the list, man, and we're going to get into that, too. But, and I wish all of them didn't go to UVA, but, hey, it is what it is at the end of the day. No, nah, but go ahead. But, go ahead. Go ahead and name the list, because that's a part of it. Uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on. But, but my thing was, whenever my mom asked me that question, man, yeah. you, whenever you commit to something, you commit to something. And that's a part of being a man, too. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Ain't no... Whenever a girl lost his job, whatever the case may be, uh, you back on the market. And I remember London and them being being frantic about it, too. You feel what I'm saying? Like, is he still going to come here? Is he not going to come here? Yada, 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 boom, 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 boom. Because I didn't even take my uh, the, my real official visit. Whenever they had the official visit weekend, yeah. I didn't take my official visit at UVA the first weekend, man. Oh, they panicked. Nah, because my grandmother was, was visiting. You feel oh, me? Yeah. She was in the last year of, of her, uh, her life, whatever the case may be, in mm. 2010. Man. So I'm like, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't coming. Yeah, I'm still committed. I ain't going nowhere. Like I had to keep reassuring. Like, bro, I'm not going nowhere. Like when I say I'm, I'm gonna do something, I put myself at a disadvantage. You feel what I'm saying? In order to make sure that I do that for you, because that's my word. Yeah, you feel me? That's yep. just that's anything in life. You know what I mean? But so they accommodated, and I came up the next weekend on you know just a regular UVA weekend. And, you know, the guys kept saying, bro, like, this ain't, this is it, like, you know, because, you know, typically they, they make weekends off of uh, the, the official visit weekend on, like, the most popular weekend, so the kids just wild when they go up. Yeah, yep. It's <laughs> women galore, you feel <laughs> like, 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 it, like the program, yeah. <laughs> if there's nobody yeah, seen the movie, the me, program. Man, I'm, I'm easy to please, man, so, you know what I mean, I showed up, I hung out with a few guys. A few of them I was already familiar with because they were from the 75 or whatever. And, like, I, I wasn't going nowhere at the end of the day. Nah, the, but and that's, a group of guys. That's how my visit was. My I didn't come on a hot weekend. I came on a slow weekend with myself and Antoine Womack and a couple other guys. And yeah. we just hung up with Thomas Jones. I knew Aaron Brooks from the crib and Jermaine Crowell. Um, we mostly mm -hmm. hung out with those and Robert Hunt. But we didn't, I, we didn't come on a... Like you said, that fancy weekend, we came just on a regular, regular. It was, I mean, when I say it was regular, I don't even know if there's that many <laughs> damn students here. We might have came on yeah. winter break, man. Like, real talk. But yeah. we still committed. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. something went you right. stick with it, man. <laughs> you stick with it. But whenever I say, the, you know, the Bayside guys, man, uh, as far as committing and sticking to whatever the hell you're going to do, man, you know, it was me. And then after me was Demetrius Nickerson, trade off. Then Ray after dog. him it was Anthony Cooper. Mm. Then after him it was um Taquan Mazel, Smoke. Yep. And then after him it was Quinn Blaine and I round it all off, man. 
pipeline. I'm talking about I'm talking about five guys, man. That you talk about I'm talking about head head on his shoulders, man, and it's gonna get the job done. You feel me? Yeah. And you can look at the career of all those guys, man, other than Anthony Cooper. And Anthony, man, out of all of us, and I always say this, because, you know, a lot of, there'd be a lot of talks, because uh, it's a lot of athletes that came out of Bayside, ones that, that made it all the way, or ones that fell into trouble and stuff like that, didn't make it all the way, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But, but, I'll get to that later. But, <laughs> Anthony Cooper, man, I say, he, like, he was the best out of all of us. Offense, defense, special teams, bro. Offense, defense, special teams. And I played ball with uh, Anthony Cooper's older brother, too. Big Coop. But it was always, he's, he's so, he's the most football savvy guy I've ever been around, man. You feel me? And Coach Tenuto, my team to this day. <clears throat> like, he was, oh my God, man, broke my heart. Because I'm telling him, bro, and I fought for Anthony because I know where he's from and what his family was from or whatever the case is. And if he was to make it, he's changing a whole generation of people. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. Like that's the that's the power that I try to tell guys that they got whenever they making these decisions or they or they maneuvering on grounds, man. Whatever the hell you do, like somebody's watching that, bro. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? <clears throat> like it's whew, that joke, like it, it, it gives me chills, man. Because like he, you know, and they fought for him, man. I can I can I can honestly say that they fought for him. They fought for probably some guys a little bit harder, <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Based off of uh, importance. You know uh-huh. how it is whenever you got a few guys on the chopping block and they got a chop over there, they got a chop, man. I had a few teammates that uh, went through that and stuff like that, man. But Ant, man, there's a lot of stuff that was going on, man. And he just, you know, he didn't, he just didn't pan out how we would have liked him to. But he's, I mean, he's raising a daughter now. He's like, he's doing beautiful, man, beautiful. But then after Ant, I mean, trade all, you know, he was an All-American. But then after uh, Ant, then you got Taquan Mazel, Taquan Mazel, aka Smoke. You know what I'm saying? Hey, where there's smoke, there's fire, man. It is what it is. You, yeah. You know what you got whenever you come to this guy, man. You talking about the only player ever in HCC history with 1500 and 1500. Yeah. Rushing and receiving. You feel what I'm saying? And then Quinn. You talking about a guy that you can argue? You can argue. Yeah. Cause I ain't, you know what I mean. Shout out to Coach Dex. You know what I'm saying. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna put hey, that boy, on. Hey boy, you savvy. You savvy as huh? hell. You savvy because you knew that you had to put the caveat out there because people just gonna run with what you gonna say. That's that's a no savvy. Question. That's a savvy move of being a very astute to how social media and everybody operates now. But go ahead and no finish question. what you were saying. Because, look, every, like, like like Mike Tyson said, whatever he was talking about, Ali, every head must bow and every uh, tongue must confess. Because mm. Dex was that deal, man. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that he's the one that put that battery in my back. And, and I remember I remember reading handwritten um, cards from Coach Dex during the recruiting process. Because, you know, all the handwritten ones, man, I kept. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, that's real. To this day. To this day. To I this still day. got all of, them, all of my uh, recruiting mail. <laughs> to this like, day. Because Dex wrote... When your brother, when your brother goes, asks you to go a mile, you go with them too. Mm. It's a Bible verse, man. But like certain stuff, certain stuff on that recruiting trail, man, it, it stuck with me. You feel what I'm saying? The day there's one that I can remember, man. And to see, like Coach Dex, man, the heart and dedication that he puts into this thing, man, I see that in myself. And because of that, I know I can never be a coach, and I don't know how he's a coach. Mm. As, much, as bad as I want to be a coach, man, because you know certain players, man, you you you. You'll coach in such a way that you <laughs> you'll coach in such a way that I might break their joke because you want to you want to get at the bottom, man. Yeah, you feel me? And, and 
And I'm a firm believer. Like, even now, if I go to the gym once a week, I'm going to die in that gym. Mm. <laughs> you feel me? I'm going <laughs> to die in that gym because that's the stuff that you pull on. Or that's yeah. the stuff that you're going to remember. Them the feelings, constantly or unconsciously, that's going to that's gonna come out when you're on that football field, man. And it's time to make that play. That's, that's, that's why them goal line stands can be had. You feel me? That's why those field goals can be blocked, man. Because you can dig down to that dark place. But some cats that's just God-given, bro, they don't know. They don't. <laughs> they, don't, they, don't even, they don't even understand. They don't even comprehend. They don't even understand it. It's so natural to them, bro. They that yeah. damn special. They can just wake up and go. Yeah, but yeah. those are them all our baseline guys, man. And Quinn, you know, Quinn was like, um. Quinn was a golden child because, you know, I played with and against a lot of his brothers coming up. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And even his dad, man, they say his, man, they say his dad, excuse my language, they say his dad got super sperm, man. (laughs) (laughs) Look, look, his dad was a base shot legend, man. And they said this man could have won all state in five different sports. Damn. Five? You feel me? Like, he was five, man. He was that deal. Kevin Simmons, man, that deal. That's and then they gave, and then you know, from him, from his loins or whatever, it was, it was, you know, man. Whew. How many people, man? You got Dana Boo. Dana Boo was like the leading rusher from Kipsville for I don't know how long. His name is Kevin Simmons. Um, Devion. Devion was a linebacker with like four three speed, man. Was mm. was committed to go to Virginia Tech. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was the meanest man. Look, Devion. <laughs> <laughs> they say I don't even know how true it is, bro. That's what I'm saying, man. I I, I wasn't paying attention. They say DB around to tackle the guy on the sideline one time. He was the last time a person he to tackle the guy on the opposing to the sideline one time and drop and took somebody water and dropped their water, man. That's the kind of stuff in high school, man. You feel me? <laughs> but they say that he didn't. They, but they, I say he got four three speed. They say that uh, he raced Percy before, man. And he beat, he beat Percy in a race in high school. Wow, yeah, Percy could fly. Like I said, I, look, I ain't verifying all this stuff. I'm just telling you no, what, but yeah. the, the, the stuff that's out there. But this is all from the same the same pops. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. And all these dudes is dudes that was world class cats whenever it came to that, that gridiron, man. Yeah, that's crazy. So whenever I seen Quinn, whenever Quinn was coming up, you know, he was just he was the next coming. So his career or any accolades that he got while he was in high school and college, man, it, it wasn't by mistake. It wasn't by surprise, man. It was always supposed to happen. Yo, that y'all high school got to be crazy when you walk up in there just seeing old photos and stuff of y'all. Like Bayside mm-hmm. got to be like if if you a young if you a young bull coming up in that program, just walking through and seeing all the OGs before you. If that joint don't mm-hmm. inspire you, something wrong with you. Yeah, for sure. But you know, we the, the transfer bug had hit the beach and the Southern City for a little bit too. So a lot of stuff got got mixed up. You mm. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was a it was, man, it was a linebacker. I think he ended up finishing out the number one linebacker in the nation, man. But this guy had like 20 offers as a freshman, Taraji Mitchell. Mm. I don't know if you know that name or not. Nah. But he ended up transferring to uh, Bishop Sutherland, I think it was, and now he's at uh, Ohio State. Come from the crew. You feel me? Yep. <laughs> I think he's uh, Eli Eli Arrow's cousin. Yes, and mm-hmm. he, you played against Eli because he was at what Ocean Lakes, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah, Ocean look, even though Eli got that, he got that family tree too, man. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Eli, this is my guys, too. though, man. But that's based off. But at the end of the day, you can walk around and go anywhere, bro. In the beach, nine times out of ten, if you nice, 
you, you, you from you, you probably either stay out base out still or you from there even if you don't go to the school you feel what i'm saying yeah that's the thing i knew about bayside we never played and we always played against norcom but i definitely know i knew about bayside and i knew about indian river also because uh, they yeah. had james boyle back then but yeah we knew about bayside in yep. basketball because i'm um, uh mm-hmm. they, they play hampton in basketball in the playoffs my cousin actually mm-hmm. back in like 91 92 lost to bayside and i want to say the regional championship before they went to state yeah so yep. yeah so That's look yeah coach Jenkins. yeah so now mm-hmm. we now we're gonna jump into now we're gonna jump into you when you got to the U. You get to the U. Mm-hmm. You got Grogon, but you got London and coaches you familiar with. You already said they should have played you your first year because you was already two hundred and thirty pounds. Two forty. Oh my, my fault. Two forty. I don't want to short you ten pounds. He was two forty. But then, but but that two thousand eleven season was a special season though. That's the season y'all went to the Peach Bowl. Yeah, and, for sure. But I got, but I got, I got injured that year. Yeah, you got injured in the middle of the season. Yeah, but shoot, you still played in the shoot. Peach Bowl though, which is uh-huh. ironic because my second year, well, you was a red shirt, but you know, speaking UVA terms, you was the second year. You went to mm-hmm. the Peach Bowl. I went to the Peach Bowl my second year in '98. Well, yeah. Let me ask you this, bro: Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, right? When did yeah. you finally get some damn Chick Fil A, bro? Every day. Oh hell no! Nah. Don't tell me that. We only got we got ours after we finally lost to Georgia when we missed the field oh, goal. Man. We finally got a damn Chick Fil A sandwich. Look, it was too much, man. Man, and not, not I'm glad they got it. Right. Our first time being to a bowl game. A lot of guys first time being to a bowl game. We were treating it like it was our first time being to a damn bowl game. So cats was eating mm-hmm. and doing everything that they putting out there. You feel what I'm saying? Oh yes. I'm glad you said so, that. I'm glad you I'm glad yeah, you told you the truth. I'm glad you told the truth. People don't realize like if you never been to a bowl game and the people before you never been to a bowl game, look man, mm-hmm. we still kids. Like, we gonna get it in. Sorry. Yeah, for sure. Did y'all drive down and get some extra per diem or did everybody had to fly? Nah, we some cats I think drove, but nah, I flew. What? Yeah, I flew. You didn't want that extra per diem? I was like, man, I already had to drive to UVA to catch the flight. <laughs> <laughs> I was good, man. How many times y'all go up and down the elevator at the what's what is it? Is that the Mer- what what uh what's the hey, name of that hotel? Enough. There? It, was, it was probably the most fancy hotel. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about there. You stayed at the same hotel, that fast ass elevator. Good God. Yeah. Did they give y'all a game room also? Yeah, yeah, all of that, man. Okay, well they were still doing it in. They just added Chick Fil A during the week, which it ain't give yeah, up. Yeah, like, 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 all right, Chick Fil A. Like, we would wake up, right? And that, like, Chick Fil A sandwiches stayed in like these little cups that they had downstairs. Damn. You feel me? So whether it was breakfast in the morning, it'd be breakfast sandwiches. At nighttime, it'll be you know the regular chicken patties and stuff like that. Damn. But like, it, it was it, it was endless, man. Like after that bowl, I didn't eat Chick Fil A for probably like two, three years, man. Dang, yo, I'm envious, man. We got a damn chicken sandwich once we played the game. I ain't want it because we lost. <laughs> them damn Chick-fil-A. And they gave me one of them cows. I footed that cow. Yeah. Damn. Y'all was getting oh, Chick-fil-A man. for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Damn. Mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A, man. Y'all owe me from 98, bruh. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> I need it like a Popeye's sure. chicken sandwich. I need that. But, so look, dog. Wait, when I... Go ahead, go ahead. I was about to go year by year, man. Yeah, but uh, so Jim Reed was Jim Reed your defensive coordinator? Coach 
Coach Reed, yes, sir. When I first got there, yeah. Love that dude. Go ahead. You love that yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go, oh God, go ahead and talk about him. Go ahead, because I'm going to let you get the floor, because I know how much you love him. Go ahead and talk about him. Okay. Like, Reed <laughs> was, um, Reed, there's not too many guys like, out there like Reed. You see what I'm saying? He, 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 he's cut from that cough of, like, the Bear Bryant and stuff like that. Not when it comes in terms of winning, but their love for the game. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Uh, uh, a person who pays attention needs to understand that you need a certain level of stress in your life. Mm. Whatever, you know, or you'll, or you'll die. You feel me? Yeah. And whenever you look at the Joe Paternos of the world or the Bear Bryant's of the world, as soon as they left the game of football, they were dead within like six months, right? Because mm. they didn't have that stress in their life. Because a lot of times, that's the the beat of of the game is what's keeping your damn heartbeat, right? And Coach Reed is a he's a prime example of that, man. I've never seen I haven't seen somebody before him or since him watch film or be at the facility as much as he does, man. Damn. You feel what I'm saying? Like he he really eats, sleeps, and breathes football, especially in in season, night in and day, day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the way that <laughs> and the way that they <laughs> the way that he got done at UVA, man, like it it it, 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 it kind of broke your heart, man, because the defense wasn't the wasn't the problem the year that you know all of that stuff transpired with him having to either step down or get fired. Yeah, that's true. I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. We we agree on that, but yeah, <laughs> but that's my guy. And even like like and to, to speak to him, man, and a, and a big reason why he even he even goes on the ranch, man. A lot of people don't know unless you play for him before, because I'm quite sure he's ripped his shirt open for you, or he's broke his hand before by punching something. But he'll rip his shirt open, man, and he has a cut, a big, a giant cut on his chest because he literally died. You feel what I'm saying? And had to get brought back to life. Mm. So he's he's like, <laughs> like this guy probably runs more miles in a day than we do for the week, man. Yeah. Even though he's slow as hell, he's a little bitty guy. His pants, his, his clothes might be hanging off of him. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. But he, he he gets it in, man, and it's because you know it's just man. Cause Reed's my guy, man. That's that's all I can say about it. And he loved me. He loved me and gave me a lot more than I than I deserved when I was playing for. Him. And how many years did what was he with you at here at UVA? So he was there for three years. My red shirt year and then the the bowl year and then the year one year after that. Yeah. Damn. And then yeah. was it was Tenuta that was your coach after that, right? Yeah. Coach Tenuta came in. And what, 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 he what, changed my life. What would you say was the biggest difference between them two? Um hmm. If there was really a difference between both of them, Tamuda wasn't a people pleaser. That's true. He loves you the wrong way. You just gotta. You just gotta. You He'll just put gotta, your hey, ass in the dog house too. The, yeah, and he wanted you to be a man. You see <laughs> what I'm saying? If, yeah. if he sits any, 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 any bitch in you, excuse my friend. No, nah, go ahead. Any bitch in you? Uh huh. He was gonna take advantage of that. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he's gonna take yeah, advantage man, of it. <laughs> Yeah, no question. You had to be a man on that defense, and I'm talking about that's 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 anybody. So I'm talking that's from that's from coaches all the way down to the players, bro. Mm. Or oh, even the person that holds them on the water bottle, man. It was like that, bro. Everybody like, could get this work, man. But Tanuda, whenever it came to like, he should be coaching in the NFL, man. He made the game so easy for me, man. Dang. Like whenever because he changed my like my mind naturally works in concepts, anyways. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? I don't have to remember a thousand different things. Like he, he broke it down and he says, "Hey, this is this, this is this, and this." And his defense, the way his defense is set up, it has it'll tell you. It has tells to tell you what the hell it is. 
And depending on what package we're in, all the de- the defense will be the same. It's just layered down. It's called something different, but it, it's still it's the same. De- it's the same call. Your responsibilities don't change. Basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So and he we used to always say, man, it's a simple game fucked up by coaches, and it is, man. So when I got to the NFL, bro, and I'm like I'm getting stuff because you know everybody be like, oh NFL this that a third table this big yada yada. No, I'm working in I'm working in <laughs> my mind is working in concepts. Yeah. You feel me? So like a lot of guys, they didn't even realize that I was a I was a, uh, a first year out guy, like I was a rookie. They said, "Bro, you move like a goddamn vet, like you just." Because back to my upbringing, my foundation is being Alabama, bro. I keep to my damn self. Mm-hmm. I'm not wide eyed out here. I move whenever yeah, you're not I easily to move. impressed. You aren't like, easily impressed at all. I you agree. Said what? I said you aren't easily impressed. I agree with that. Yeah, no, this is can't be. <laughs> but that thing, the NFL was easier than college, man. Oh, talk about that! The NFL was easier than college. I but that was that was. Just, I mean, let me let me let me put this out there though, Cole. You a very smart dude, so we not gonna lose yeah. sight of that. You might be an outlier though. Like you very bright, and I'm not just talking about just football stuff, but just talking to you. You do pick up on stuff quick, and you know how to decipher mm-hmm. stuff fast. So, yeah, to a person like you, yeah, it's gonna be easy. And the two teachers you had as well. And like you said, your upbringing. But I don't want none of these youngsters getting it twisted. Like it's still hard for some folks. But that's but you yeah. were special mentally, man. You you was all academic at UVA. You got two yeah. degrees from UVA, so yeah. yeah. But I, I'll explain what I'm about to say that though. All right. When I'm about to say that, like that's the only thing you got to worry about, man. You wake up, meetings are normal at eight o'clock. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Some teams you either you know you can get in there early and work out if you want to, but you wake up, have a team meeting. You, um, like your day is from eight to four, you're done. Like, it's really your job. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Agreed. So that's what I mean whenever I say that it's, it's, it was easy, man. I only had to worry about one thing versus football. You feel me? I'm getting up in college, football in college. I'm getting up four, five in the morning, you know, and then I'm going to, um, and then I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going, waking up once a meetings, going to practice. Then after that, I got to hurry up and take a, a quick five to 10 minute shower. And get dressed in those 10 minutes to hop on a bus. And then I got to go do all these, you know, these college courses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So, and then I got to still balance and socialize with them. Yeah. But that's what I mean whenever I say that it's it's a lot. It was a lot easier, man. The league was versus this because it was my job. Your that's all focus. I really had to worry about. Yeah, my socializing and everything else was still intact because when I'm at work, everybody else is still at work. Versus in college, man, you don't get that same luxury whenever you're a student athlete because you're balancing like four or five different things all at once. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's yeah. that's a jewel right there. So is so yeah. with that being said, the balancing act, getting up at four or five, what's your thoughts on the free education statement? That's the free education? Me. Yeah. Is it you're a such thing? As, as being the thing that uh as incentive to, to be a, a borderline slave? Is, is it free? That's all I want to know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, is it free? Because it's always thrown in my face. No. And no, I just be like, it's yo. It's not free. And, all, and, and fans don't understand that. Because you, it's a lot of, like, like Kobe Bryant, guy who's the show, whenever he talked about, you know, his his, his, his daughter and, and why he um started catching the helicopters, man. Because he understood that it's a lot of stuff that he'll just have to miss based on the, 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 um, the nature of the job that, or business that he's a part of. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? But hell no, it ain't free, man. 
And I feel like I'm still old a little bit. And that's why we still give some checks sometimes from the NCAA. <laughs> For what was going on, man? Like, <laughs> no, you gotta understand. All right, let me, let me. Okay, whenever I first got there, right? Yeah. I only want to say when I first got there, but whenever you you're old enough to move off grounds and stuff like that, the checks we were getting, depending on the semester, was either six hundred some dollars or five hundred some dollars. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now UVA being a PWI, a lot of my teammates, or uh, you know, the ones that are walk on and stuff like that, or even the ones that aren't walk on, their parents can afford to 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 still break them off every month or a certain amount of money or whatever the case may be so they can live in a certain part of Charlottesville that we couldn't stay in you feel what I'm saying yeah so whenever it comes to bills and stuff like what the hell are you like out of that money that check that I'm talking about rent still has to be paid yep. on whatever other amenities that you want you feel what I'm saying me personally you, I heard about you playing shoes we got uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, it comes with cable and furniture you feel what I'm saying for 400 and something dollars a, a month of course I'm standing there. No question. No question. Ain't nobody going to tell me I ain't. You feel me? So we go, but that's falling. So now I got a hundred, either 70 to a hundred dollars, a hundred and some dollars less for the month. You feel me? Yeah. That, that right there was our life. So you can't tell me that it's free, man. You hey, can't. And then and, and at the beginning, and at the beginning, all of our meals weren't, um, weren't, weren't quote unquote free. Like, like they be trying to put out there until the guy from Connecticut said something. After they won the championship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sebastian Napier. Yeah. We had 80 swipes. Bro, we had to swipe for 80. We had to change our duck from If it was unlimited, we wouldn't get a check. But if we changed it to 80 swipes for the semester, we would get like 400 plus dollars, I think it was. Yeah. And plus dollars is for stuff you can use for like downloads and stuff for people that don't understand that. And then we would get like a $1,200 one-time check at like the beginning of the semester. So you got to manage that $1,200 check and... Get that, um, you know, that five hundred to six hundred dollar check, depending on the semester, every month. Mm -hmm. So that's that was our money for the whole month. Other other than guys that were getting Pell grants and stuff. So no, nah, hell no, nah, ain't free. But now, from what I understand, guys now get what, like fifteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah, they do a master's yeah, program they, like eighteen hundred. Yeah, they get a that's nice, beautiful. They get a nice little check. That's now. beautiful for them. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. It is because with that, your meals and your meals and stuff is already covered. You feel what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. how college football should have already been. Yep. But your meals and stuff is already covered, basically. Your gear, right, you're going to be geared up for football stuff anyway. You, you, you dig what I'm saying? But whenever it comes to really being a man, whenever it comes to establishing credit, whenever it comes to, you know what I'm saying, a guy can go out there and buy a car these days, man, and he can have it paid off by the time he leaves college, man, with the system that they have set up now. And that's a beautiful thing because he, he can leave college with some assets or even if he wants to start investing in something or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. He can do that now. Versus before, bro, we was just, we was out there thugging. <laughs> oh, you ain't lying. I used to cash my so I used to cash my meal plan in, and then use yeah. my, and then you know use my tickets. I ain't gonna tell them which dining hall I was going to, but I knew that I could always get a ticket or two. And if somebody was working the dough, hey, you want a home game, right? Let me just walk through. Here you go. Yeah, because I need sure. I need to cash it. I need that cat because I'm living off campus off rugby road, like you said. Yes, I made the choice to live off campus, but it's like, yo, but still. Mm -hmm. And most of the time yeah. when we got out of practice, the dining halls was closed and then the plus dollars be gone quick because you got to use those. I ain't eating no oodles yeah. and noodles. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that, man. And you know, and even like a lot of the stuff that we talking about, or we going to talk about, is stuff that just found me. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And whenever I talked about how, you know, certain guys been walk on and stuff like that and their parents can afford to afford them certain lives still that a lot of guys can 
perform or get from their parents. Like, I know I was completing my master's program, man. The statistic came out that, um, you know, in the, in the leagues where 70 to 80% are black. You mm -hmm. feel me? Yeah. More than, more than 50% of them, of them come from low-income houses or lifestyles. Like, think of that. Yeah. And and be able to maneuver that while you're at a PWI, man. That's a, that's a that's a crazy thing to uh, statistics. It <laughs> to is think about, man. And you know, you got the new phenomenon now. Since we talk about PWIs, you know, you talk about HBCUs, historically black college university. So, folks are always saying, when when can these top athletes go? Why don't they go to start going to HBCUs and change their narrative? And my biggest thing is, look, man, when you come from the inner city and and you come from a poverty stricken area you see a pwi mm -hmm. you see like um moving up like i'm mm -hmm. not living like i was when i was young and if you go to an hbcu the accommodations aren't the same it's, it's so it's sure. it's similar to what you grew, grew up with and you know you got a bus like you did in high school to go to places so it's hard to tell a kid who grew up in poverty to essentially remain there compared to when you go to clemson they got bowling alleys and stuff and you For know sure. you're on, on plane. So, you know, yeah. I, I think that's what gets lost. We we asking young men to do something that probably is hard for us to even do. And it's not like a yeah, woe is me type of, of, of a stance. It's like the real. Like, look, man, I'm trying to better myself. Yeah. And, it, and I feel like it's wrong. All right, let me go back. So this right here is a conversation we've been having probably since, man, since my master's program, actually. So... That was 2016, 2014. Let them know what so your master's in. About five, six years. Let I've been having the same conversation. Let them know, know what your, about, let oh, them God, know what your master's years. is. I ain't want to cut you off. Let them know what your master's in. My master's is uh, in, dang, what was it in, man? Higher education yeah. was the umbrella. And then sports administration was my, uh, was the, you know, the focus or whatever it is. Yep. All right. Yep. So, in, in that master's program, we, they, you know, the questions that come up. Is college worth it or, or HBCU still worth it now that we live in a, a quote-unquote post-racial society and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. But in the conversation of athletes going to HBCUs, man, athletes are the driving force are all the ones that could change that paradigm. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? And this is a conversation that we've been having for five, six years. I wholeheartedly feel like athletes could and should start going to HBCUs, but at the same time, I, I do not hold it against them if they don't, you feel what I'm saying? Because of what you already alluded to, the the betterment of life that you can get versus going to HBCU. Like uh, the endowment at UVA when I was there was like, I think, I want to say $7 billion? Mm. Seven, seven, between 7 and $13 billion. I can't remember what the hell it was. You feel what I'm saying? Then Harvard, Harvard, you feel what I'm saying? is like $40-something billion. Yeah. The, the biggest HBCU by Howard I think they might be eight hundred. I don't even think they in the millions, man. Dang. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, that kind of stuff matters. And then, guys, yeah, like, cats be stealing from the HBCUs and all the other kind of stuff, man. The thing that uh, a PWI can, can give to students and stuff like that, and everything isn't just about money when I've been mm -hmm. talking about this. You feel what I'm saying? It's a lot of stuff you want to deal with at HBCU. Uh, uh, PWIs that you could get that could also be an asset if you went to an HBCU. I've seen it with a lot of other guys like that backbone that it puts in certain HBCUs put in uh, black individuals that they need. 
Yeah. The same backbone that might be ripped away at a, at a PWI. And it did get ripped away by, by a lot of different instances while I was at the uh, University of Virginia. Not myself, but a lot of my uh, peers that I've seen it happen to. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that, um... <clears throat> they can change the paradigm. And I see the paradigm taking shape, but it's, it'll take a generation. Yeah, I agree. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. It'll take a, a generation of athletes to make that flip to shift that paradigm but once that paradigm starts switching the world or the universe is working to make that shift occur with uh you know having the combine and stuff like that that's going on and it might be canceled now because of the coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> but but efforts are being made to make that um to have that to make that paradigm switch man because i would love to you know for us to be able to keep our resources where the hell our resources are or we can compete with uh, on those levels. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially when you look at the numbers by numbers, who populates this versus who populates that? Nah, that's real, man. I mean, that and and that's the thing, man. It's 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 so much that that goes into, like you said, it's gonna take a generation because folks mm-hmm. think it's gonna happen overnight. They're like, you know, what if Zion or the one of the Bowler yeah. brothers would have went? And yeah, I mean, it's gonna like TV deals just don't drop out the sky you gotta like they gotta no, make no, sure like Zion they know he'll want it done so they're like ah well we'll just latch on and put them on when they play like a big team or something like that but like you said mm-hmm. you, it gotta be a generation where they know it's a pipeline and it's becoming a norm because you know 40 million dollar slave they let you know that the HBCUs they had the big time players and yeah, they used the amenities sure. to pull them away from the HBCUs and, and that's the thing man it's I mean we we all do that we all want to better our living situation so you move no to better neighborhoods and people always say it, you know you turn your back on your hood but then it's like I'm not turning my back on my hood it's like I'm protecting what I'm now earning because we know the hood will take from you for sure you know what I'm saying like people don't leave the hood because they think they better they leaving the hood because it's, it's safer in the sense they're not a target for sure, but for sure, but yo, so let's jump into to your last season, man. All a second team, all ACC. Yeah, um, we gotta go. Top. We gotta start from the beginning, man. Oh, 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 my fault. I ain't gonna teach you out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Look, yeah. hey, start start, start from, from the, the start from the beginning. You know, after the injury in the in the, in the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, then. Nah, nah, nah. I'm oh, even before that, first. I'm a little first year first. Okay, little first, man. You ain't no little first year. You was 235, 40 pounds. Yeah, man. You like, old you know dude. I should. I would have checked your birth certificate, dog. Yeah, but I, I just wanted. I just wanted to highlight some little stuff about my first year. You All know? right, go yeah. ahead. Go uh, ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, football being taken away because it's gonna come. It's gonna come up again. You see what I'm saying? Oh, oh football got like, taken you know, away. I get that whatever the case may be. Yeah, football being taken away. Oh yeah, let's get into that. That was that story. So, yeah. So, so um, whenever I first got there, whatever, I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm definitely gonna play. Like, you know, I'm looking at the room. They, they, they bodies ain't. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, sure I'm the same size. And I yeah, think you look like somebody uncle when you walked in. Go ahead. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I got facial hair and everything, walking off there. You know? <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm like, I know I'm, a, I, I know I'm here, and I came in cocky because. I don't even want to say coffee because I'm a, I'm a homo guy at the end of the day, man, for real, for real. But mm-hmm. whenever it comes to my abilities and stuff like that, I, I, I argue and fight anybody over that. You feel what I'm saying? Because you got to, to show me and, and, and prove to me that I can't do something. Mm-hmm. 
You oh, feel what I'm saying? I know. And that's anything, not just football. Oh, I know. Go ahead. I knew you were going to throw but that in But I come on grounds, man, and, um, you know, they, they tell me whenever they hit the beginning of the camp, you know, hey, we're going to we think about red show you whatever the case be. But the decision's on you. You feel what I'm saying? Just because what, what Coach Reed was telling me and stuff like that. And, man, it, it was down on me. And I, they said, look, come back tomorrow. Tell us what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So I come back the next day, and he said, look, Henry, you go. We can play you this year. You feel what I'm saying? But, you know, they were just telling me all the different things that I can do if I was the red shirt and stuff like that. You know, the masters, um, get you better, get you, you know, the body even more ready than it already is type of thing. And um, and he was just like, man, you'll hate us if we, if we let you play this year. You'll hate us, man, at the end of, the, at the end of all of this. You know what I'm saying? So, I, boom, I took their word for it, but I was still hurt about that. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's like, no, I can't hit a play. <laughs> and it, like it ain't there mentally, but if because when I say mentally, I'm talking about as far as learning to beat the game and stuff like that. Yeah. But like if a guy is physically ready to play coming in, and I feel like that to this day, you play that person. I you feel, feel that too. Yep, I'm with you on that. You, you you play that kid. You let him go through them learning things, whatever the case may be, and then it just takes off from there. You feel what I'm saying? But you know, I didn't even play and stuff like that. But I wanted to just point out that I in, in our talks of me still. Going through my stuff, man, because, you know, football football coaches are like some of the first mentors or men or father figures that a lot of guys have in their life, man. I'm not saying that it was for me, but Coach Brian definitely ended up being one of my mentors and definitely I still view him as a mentor to this day. But he um he sat me in his office one time and we were talking about, you know, fathers and stuff like that. A lot of people don't know, too. Well, my senior, I changed my name on the back of my jersey to Henry Coley the fourth. Like, my father wasn't in my life. He's Henry Coley the third mm. and stuff like that. But he wasn't in my life, like, but if I go back home around his family and stuff like that, I'm still a little Henry, a love Henry, and a lot of all this other kind of stuff. But, like, we was having these conversations, and Coach Brown was telling me, like, look, man. Um, <laughs> he said, look, and like my, his dad, like, he, you know, he had kind of the same upbringing or education may be, and he never thought that it would affect him. But his dad had passed away, and he said, I think, I want to say he had went to his funeral or whatever the case is. I think. I can't remember off the top of my head. But I want to say he went to his funeral and he and he found he said like he found himself crying or whatever the case may be because that's still a part of you. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. That energy or whatever the case is, like it's still a part of you, right? And lo and lo and behold, while I tell this story, I had a my my dad has like eight eight different kids or whatever, right? Uh-huh. I had a sister, my older sister, man. She ended up um getting killed by a boyfriend, domestic violence, my first year in my first semester in college. Dang. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, you feel what I'm saying? I, I probably only met her where I can remember it one time when I was in like eighth grade. It was the last time I saw my pops in there in like eighth grade, man. But it still, it affected me. You dig what I'm saying? So you come in, you just strip, you just strip football from my life. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And then I got this blow of my, um, my uh, my sister being what's called uh, Pat, uh, being murdered by a uh, boyfriend at the time. I lost my uh, I lost my grandmother, buried my grandmother like a week before my high school graduation. Like all of this is in the same year. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like it's it, it just started something, man. And it, it, you know, it <laughs> it affected me a lot more than it should have. You feel what I'm saying? But then going into the spring semester, that, that uh, whenever you get spring ball and stuff like that, you know the red shirt comes off. Yeah. Boom. I'm not that balling in uh in spring ball. I think oh, I don't really want to get into stats and stuff like that, but I was balling, man. But we had built a good team. I think my team ended up uh, winning that that first one, you know? Yeah. And um boom, going into the season, 
I got shoot, I got prepared. You feel what I'm saying? I was good, <laughs> man. Goddamn, me and Grill, we started out the first game. I think we split like 50 50 on snaps. I mm-hmm. had like a sack against William Mary. Like it was, bro, it was phenomenal, man. And I still ain't know what the hell I was out there doing. I was just running around, man. I never learned the defense my first year. So I want to tell young athletes, man, whenever they give you that, that chance and they tell you to watch the people in front of you, goddamn, you make sure you do it. But at the same time, man, Cats wasn't reaching back trying to give game and knowledge. You feel what I'm saying? Whether it was because they thought the younger guys were threats, whatever the case would be. But So I made sure whenever I became that guy that I wasn't holding anything back from teaching guys like Michael Kaiser and them. You feel me? Yep. But to get back to it, man, so we go into that season, bro. And then, you know, women Mary game, I think I had like seven or eight tackles. I was leading the team. I want to say I was leading the team tackles on the World Reynolds was at this time. Had a sack, whatever the case may be. Um, going into the second game, got down Coach Dex to put the battery in my back, man. Because <laughs> I, was, I was full goal. You know, all special teams, hey, goddamn, uh, um, all special teams, and like 50% of defensive snaps. Coach, goddamn Dex, we, we play Indiana. Dex said, Harry, goddamn, you're a werewolf. Goddamn, I need it out of you this week. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Hey, shout out to Coach Dex again, too, <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Hall of Fame 2020, man. Fact. But I say, goddamn, you know what? Come on, baby. So, um, you know, that week, I'm wearing scuba, scuba pants and my legs don't feel right. Mm. You know what I mean? During practice and stuff like that. Because after that first game, bro, I, I almost, look, I ain't never ran that much in my life, man. Dang. Full grown special teams, bro. It's a, it's a <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> People don't understand. You ain't never been tired before unless you play all, all special teams and defense, man. But then, um, I run down on the first kickoff in Indiana, man, and I get blocked in the back, kick from the left side, boom. My leg was still in the ground, though. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? My cleat. So I overextend, boom. I hit the deck. Whenever I get up, my leg is just kicking out, mm-hmm. like by itself while I'm trying to walk, my left leg. I'm like, what the hell? You feel what I'm saying? So go to the sideline. No, I, <laughs> I ain't playing that shoot. That, that was my only play that game, man. You feel me? Yeah. And this whole time, we were treating it like it was just a hamstring injury. Like, I, I had, I was bruised all up my groin, all down my hamstring, my left hamstring. And I told him, like, look, man, if it's a ball in the socket, I feel like like that, that it just gets stuck. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I couldn't tie my shoe for, like, two, three months, man. I couldn't, I could not tie my shoes, man. I couldn't, I couldn't physically bend down and just tie my own shoes on that leg, right? Dang. And we're gonna we're gonna find out what that what that injury was until I got to the NFL too. But so time goes on. I ended up getting back in the game, I think Maryland game of that year. I played a few uh I ran down on special teams a few times or whatever the case be got like if we kicked our full time up there, I got like two tackles or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they still didn't want to put me on defense, right? Then we get to Virginia Tech game. Um Virginia Tech, what did they do? Gray ended up going down off the blind side. So I had to go in there, and I'm snapping on run plays. I'm snapping. I'm I'm getting to the ball, getting to the ball. I can't remember how many times I had that game, man. But lo and behold, we find out Greer, um, towards J.C. Oliver, okay, so he's not going to be able to play in the um the bowl game. You feel me? Yeah. So, um, shoot, next man up. They call my number, whatever the case may be. Go out there to the bowl game. First, first quarter was good. First quarter was good, man. But then it's like, I don't know, the heavens just opened up or something. They hit us with the whole damn playbook. Yeah. And me not knowing the defense and, and to go with the injury that I had sustained, not knowing that I was as injured as I was, I should have listened to my body and been a lot more, a lot more um, honest with coaches and staff and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I had no business being out there. 
You feel what I'm saying? Over like my legs, I can I could probably do I don't know how many quarters or whatever it was, man. But I I physically could not do it, and mentally I wasn't there to put our team in the in the in best position in order to win that game. You feel what I'm saying? And yeah. that show, when if you watch the game or watch film, man, like seriously, like it show, man. So then, you know, after after taking that lick and all of those, um, after getting that, you know, being baptized in fire, let me say that, after getting that baptism in fire, you feel what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, I go holler at Dex. So Dex comes up a lot, man. When they, you know what I'm saying? And Dex says, look, man, you got to take that film. You got to take that film. And you got to repeatedly watch that film, man, over and over again. Until, you feel what I'm saying? It drives you, as the case may be. Mm-hmm. So that's what I ended up doing. So going into 2012, going into 2012, it, it, it birthed a monster. You feel what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I'm not, and I'm not saying that in a, in a good sense at all, man. Like I was angry out there. You feel what I'm saying? Whenever, whenever the season came up, uh, you can look at me physically and look at my eyes and tell me, and tell like something was off with them. You feel what I'm saying? I wasn't cutting my hair. I was just, I was a monster, bro. I'm out there intentionally trying to hurt people. You feel what I'm saying? I can remember certain certain players were got, hey, you and the they're all twisting next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 no, but but what but what brought me there is a lot of stuff that was in me and it's been in there since my childhood. You know what I'm saying? Like me, you you know the way I attack the line of screaming, man. I'm I'm handing yeah, out you I'm handing out concussions like receipts. Downhill. You feel what I'm saying? You downhill. Yeah, I'm handing out concussions like the sheets. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for your business. But <laughs> oh but whenever it came to that year, man, there no was, need for a tip. <laughs> I, I was a monster, man. Like seriously. So and that year was the year I got suspended. Mm. You feel me? And I, I never said this before. I never told them, but I needed to be suspended in that in that in that in that in that sense. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I play with my homeboys because I hey, look, man. You can't take out LeBron in the fourth when you're hot. Cause the game I got, <laughs> the game I got the penalties in, bro. I was, I was on it. Cause like, I got this thing, man. If I get a adrenaline rush, bro, I can't, I can't be stopped. Ain't nobody. I don't care what play they run. Like I, you know what I'm saying? It's just like that. You know what that feel when everything just snapping or cooking on all cylinders, man. Because yeah. some games you be out there and it'd be a bull fest, man. Mm-hmm. Like completely honest. It's just how the game go. Because whenever you get good at something, bro, they, they're not even trying to run it at you or they're going to try to dress it up in a certain way. So, where, you know what I'm saying, it might deceive you, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But, you know, lo and behold, I ended up getting suspended for the last four games of the season. And I was having a, a, a great season. I was splitting time, but still, in like, I led in tackles for a good a good amount of time. And then I think I, um, I think I was still, like, top three on the team. For tackles, even though I was spending time with uh, Daquan Romero at the time. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Day Day. So, yeah. So then we go, um, you know, get suspended, whatever the case may be. And the way everything was done after that suspension, man, I said, whenever, even, even when I got suspended, man, I said, they're going to try to get me out of here. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Because, you know, there's certain ways to, to make some stuff uh, happen to shape. You feel me? Yeah. So I had a drug test, like, <laughs> immediately. And I used to get drug tests already more than probably anybody, man. I, I didn't have weeks where I had three drug tests. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you come just, in looking like an uncle. You're going to get drug tests. I told you that. You said what? You come in looking like an uncle. You're going to get drug tested, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, man. So I was like, they get drug tested. Like, you know what I'm saying? But as soon as I got suspended, drug test comes in. You feel what I'm saying? And, um... And um, like I had when I got suspended, I found out from my moms and people calling me from back home before the coach. Cause it's on ESPN, 
it's on, you know, in the newspaper from standing from ACC was Maryland all the way down to Florida at the time. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So they like, yo, what's going on? Shit, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I ain't all suspicious, but I walk in the, the day, uh, that day, like the next week, because, you know, we typically have Mondays off or whatever. Walking on Tuesday, because one tells me, you know, they used to spin it. All right, boom, I take my lift. But to me, I'm just thinking, okay, I'm suspended for like a week. I'll be back. It is what it is. You feel what I'm saying? But then one week turned into two, and what, two turned into three. Was it just undisclosed, like team rules that was broken? And like, did, did they ever like you want to disclose what you was suspended for? Or you just want to say you suspended? Man, I'm gonna I'm 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 say it. Matter of fact, so Coach Brown, you know what I'm saying? Love mm-hmm. him to death. Yeah. But the week, the week before, I think we had played, we played Wake Forest, we played Maryland and Wake Forest, all right? Uh-huh. In these two weeks, man, our defense held these teams to like three for 20-something, like 29 or something like that on third down conversions. Like, whenever I saw our defense, we were we just rocking, bro. But the week prior, because I was spending time with Dede, you know, he, he, repr- he reprimanded me a little bit. He said, look, because he thought that I wasn't, um, you know, he thought I was over on the, on the sideline pouting or whatever the case is mm-hmm. for the Maryland game. You feel me? Yeah. So the next week came up, and uh, and he he had reprimanded like after the game. So the next week came up, you know, still still playing time. I didn't I didn't got penalties or whatever the case may be. And then um, <clears throat> he came. He was approaching me after the game or whatever. And you know he was he was coming he was coming in for a hug. I didn't apologize, sir, but he was coming in for a hug, man. And I had to tell. I said, look, man, not right now, because I'm thinking that he was trying to. Rep- you know, he was trying to, you know, not cuss me out, but he was going to give me a, get, stink the baby again, basically. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. I said, man, look, not right now, man. You feel me? And he, he just came again, and then that's when I, like, I was, when I grabbed him or, or pushed him over, I said, look, man, not right now. I'm serious. You feel what I'm saying? And that's all it was. I got dressed, went home. <laughs> so then, you know what I'm saying? And when they put it in the newspaper, they put me in the newspaper as, you know, being suspended indefinitely with two other guys that fell for different reasons without ever giving, you know, without ever saying what the reasons were. So whenever you do that kind of stuff and, you know, guys are are, are, are told to, you know, we get media training. Yeah. Watch how you present yourself, you know, perception versus reality, whole nine yards. Yeah. Like, it was, it was wrong for them to dress it up in that way. You feel what I'm saying? Because then you leave it up to public perception. Mm-hmm. And then from there, a lot of other things can happen or a lot of other bads can be stopped. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So after the season, you know, one of my teammates comes up to me and is like, look, man, the coach head man think you want to leave type of thing. You feel what I'm saying? And I, But me, I'm, I'm on some stuff like, like I said in the uh, panel that we had. I said, bro, I'm just controlling what the hell I can control right now. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? My grades, so <laughs> my grades is all I can control. That's what the hell I'm focused on, bro. As far as football and stuff like that, you know, I'll come and sing and dance with y'all. You know what I'm saying? But that's not, it's nothing I can do with that situation right now. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, and what's crazy, the season, and what's crazy is I mean, cut you off because you say you want to focus on your grade. You was all ACC academic that same year. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so that year, you feel what I'm saying? After I saw Golden Coast, but I had a conversation. Where I said, look, man, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't a man, you know, it wasn't man of, had a situation with him it wasn't handled in a man way you feel what I'm saying yeah. on the best interest of me or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. you know I ain't go out here and raise hell and stuff like that but like I just expected more because you put my name in the paper and I find out from the paper that I'm suspended before you told me you know myself or whatever the case may be 
<clears throat> and you put my name in there with two other individuals that failed for reasons that weren't mine. Like you just can't, you like, no, I, I can, I can mess up my own name, bro. But I fight whenever it comes to character and stuff like that, man, it's not a lot of people or teachers or different stuff that you can do. Oh, go talk to them, ask about Henry, bro. They're going to tell you some, some crazy shit. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you when you so whenever it comes to character in my name, bro, I take it serious. So when you were suspended, were you like some some suspensions you can't be in the facility. Some guys were suspended just practice and can't play. What was what was your stipulation? Yeah, I was I was practicing and couldn't play. Okay. And then and then the, the last game of the season, they they traveled me to uh, Virginia Tech, and I'm holding cards at Virginia Tech. You know how cold Virginia Tech. Oh my God. So yes. think, so think. You see what I'm saying, bro? I'm balling. <laughs> <laughs> Take you down to Siberia, hot, and you can't even play. Yeah, I'm hot. You <laughs> feel me? But you know, you still don't raise hell, man. You take your lick. Yeah. That's, that's, but that's that adversity part that I'll be talking about, man. So then, fast forward the next year, it comes out. This guy that got suspended, ACC, uh, ACC, um, academic all ACC. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? So then, boom, we back to work. And then that birthed another monster. But this time, it was it was motivation. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I wish I could, I wish I can, I wish you could talk to some guys and talk about how we, um, had them workouts was going after that, after that, after that, um, winter break, man. Mm. But like, dog, we lifted in a certain way. And how fast we was knocking out, banging out our workouts and the way we was lifting, man. And us, my group, because I had like Dana and, uh, DJ Hill with me at the time. Bro, we don't spot each other. And if we go up and wait, we're going up fives and tens, bro. We don't put no 1.25 and 2.5. Like, bro, we don't do that unless it's next day. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Because sometimes, and that, and that brief, the idea that sometimes you out there on that field by yourself. You you had 10 other guys out there. You feel what I'm saying? But sometimes you out there by yourself, bro. So that's how it got to be. And we, we incorporated like that, that thinking, that ideology into our list. Yeah. So we never came on the field, bro. 2013, go put that film on, man. It's it's a beautiful thing. I know we went two and ten, but go put that film on. Oh no, no, because see that's that's why I want to I want to ask something because I feel like thirteen carried over. I mean, twelve carried over to thirteen as far as the the one phase because I felt like all the because twelve was the year that Philip came and. They was rotating quarterbacks. Because I remember the Maryland game. Yeah. I was there. That's what I had moved back and then first started walk, working in the media and stuff. So I remember the Maryland game. And that's what Stephon Diggs ran the kickoff back. But yeah. it won't the defense. And then you go to the next game, Wake Forest. They they had to settle for so many field goals. I mean, they, they yeah. scored that first in the first quarter, I think. And then we scored. You know, the offense scored. But it was, the defense was like you said. It was holding his own. It was just the frustration of... What was going on yeah. on the other side? A lot of games they decided by you know if you if you want to do if you if, if anybody if a nerd out there wants to do the numbers by how many games was lost by a field goal or some yep. just just some weak ass shit <laughs> 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 like UVA like it's like a hashtag UVA shit man whenever the fourth quarter was coming man like it just it's just the way that it was going bro. So was it was ner- was it nerve wracking for you when when huh? Jim when because Jim left at the twelve right? Jim left after 12, yeah. So, I like, so you get suspended. Then Jim Lee, yeah. the defense won't the issue, to be honest. Yeah. That's why I don't, and I know the workouts had to be turned up for you. Yeah. And I ain't talking about workouts as far as, what can I say? It ain't from the coaching standpoint. 
You feel what I'm saying? Because Coach E was still our uh, strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. talking about workouts as far as the mindset, the mindset. and how we yeah. were doing it, bro. Like, exactly. We were walking through the workouts. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Like, your you mindset feel? was... I want to say yeah. you were pissed off for greatness by this time. For real, for real. No question. No question. Exactly. And Pronto. then you get a guy like Tenuto that basically fit the rage mindset you was in. Yeah, I needed that. Mm. I needed that. So I how needed was, that. So I, how needed, was, I needed that same mindset except to bleed on other guys. So that's going to transition. Because I can only care but so much, man. That's going to transition us to 2013. Then. We go to 2013. Tanuda here, you turned up. You just got suspended. You got to basically reestablish yourself as far yeah. as, I guess, the trust. But the yeah. good thing is Tanuda's now the defensive coordinator. So yeah. it's essentially a clean slate in that sense. Yeah, he saved my life. Mm. He saved my life, man. You feel what I'm saying? He saved my he, he saved my life, bro. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people think Tenuto are assholes, so this is refreshing to me. Huh? A lot of people would like to claim that Tenuto are assholes, so this is refreshing to me that you telling yeah, this story. Is, nah, I'll tell you he's an asshole. <laughs> but he's that dog. Nah, he's look like my dog. He'll do anything. He'll do. He'll still do anything for you, type of thing, man. Okay. Whenever it comes to shit, he just ain't with bullshit. He ain't with dog and pony shit. Mm-hmm. None of that, bro. The bottom line is production, man. The bottom line is results. Like mm-hmm. even whenever I was, even though I was one of his top performers. He was still that damn sit my ass on the bench sometimes. Mm. Whether it was one play or whatever the case is, like he helped feed the fire, man. And when you hold feed the fire, the only ones that get burnt is the ones that ain't doing their goddamn job. I love it. That's how coaching gotta be, man. I love it. That's how coaching has to be. But he saved my life, man. The first meeting that I had with him, because you know everybody, you know he has to meet with everybody whenever they come in. He said, "Look," he said, "I watch your film." Like, where do you want to play at? This, that, and the third? Coach, I play outside linebacker, you know, because I was playing Sam and stuff like that at the time. Sam, yeah. Will, whatever the hell you want to uh, call it in uh, Jim Reed. He was like, no, you're going to be my mic. He said, you smart too? He said, Henry, you not, you, he was just like, yo, you knocked the shit out of me. That's music to your ears right there. You Big um. Yeah, so shit. I was just mic. And then we rolling, we rolling. And then what messed the, what messed us up, so we're, like our schedule, right? We signed a contract to play with Penn State. I don't know all the business side of stuff like that yep. whenever it comes to uh, the stuff, right? Uh-huh. But we signed however many years to play Penn State, man. You feel me? And whenever you build a program, what you got to understand, man, like even that year we went to the bowl game, bro, Look at our, go look at our schedule, man. You feel me? Yeah. Go look at our schedule. It was some other forces in play that I realized going into my senior year, not even 2013, where I understood, like, damn, like, Oh, I got you it. You feel what I'm saying? And, that's, and that understanding is what made me want to play for Coach Moore that much more. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't yep. going to get into all the other kind of stuff or the underlines and stuff. But, dog, uh, it just doesn't make sense. Even if it's for ticket sales, you don't take a Penn State team that we want. You feel what I'm saying? A Penn State game that we win. Yeah. And then just replace them with the number one, number two team in the nation. As, Oregon. As a, like an organ. Yep. That doesn't make sense. In the same year that we already got to play Clemson. Yep. You feel me? So, <laughs> yep. so we 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 did a whole overload of our whole you know coaching staff, and then we got one of the hardest teams in the one of the hardest schedules in the nation in, in the last damn however many years, man. Mm-hmm. The strength of schedule was, was ridiculous that year, man. Yep, because y'all beat BYU and, here in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. Then play Oregon and Mariota broke. What it was like that third and long on that first drive, he broke for a long. No, nah, it was fourth and long, man. Oh my fault! I said, fourth. look, I'm about to pick this damn because the tight end was gonna run a damn, you know, a ten yard out. I said, I'm about to pick this bitch off. 
<laughs> so I ran with him, boom. But then I hit a damn the, the crowd erupt. Yeah. <laughs> he ran for like 70 yards, 70 man. Yards. Yeah. He took him. Because I vacated the middle. But it's because I watched this film. This is what it's going to be. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> hey, what, what you going to do? I mean, he yeah. hey, he just took off. But like you said, yeah, dog. So that's the, that's crazy. You talked, God damn, you in my head, bro. It's amazing you talked about schedule because I, I I said the same thing in 2013. Like, yo, who did this and why? This gonna be yeah. a demise season because just looking yeah. at the schedule, and I was like, ain't no damn way you supposed yeah, to do this. this is a good, that's a good question to ask. Who did this and why? Why? How you much money you get for this? Who did this and why? That's a, <laughs> that's a hell of a question, man. But then after the Oregon game, man, it came to me. Like I said, he changed my life. He, he saved my life, bro. He said, look. Uh, some people don't think you can get it done. He said, he said, goddamn, like, he basically, I'm putting my nuts out there, whatever the case is, man. Mm-hmm. So after that, locked in. I think we had VMI, then we had Pitt. Yep, if, yep. You ever wanna see, if you ever want to see something beautiful, go watch that Pitt game. Oh, yeah. That defensive Pitt game. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, that shit was art, man. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? And we had a couple games like that that year, bro. We just was on the other side of the, uh, yeah, other was, side of the, was, uh, James, Car- James Carter, remember? Remember that game? Yeah, we were supposed to beat Virginia Tech. Man, we were supposed to beat Virginia Tech that year, the year prior, the year after. Like, it was, we just couldn't never get over that hump, bro. Yeah. And I, I imagine, I thought we were going to beat Virginia Tech. Um, I seriously thought we were going to do it my senior year, but I, after I left, I really thought that we would have been, we got them, got the win over there, man, to be completely honest with you. But then they took a step back whenever the whole uh, the culture change uh, shifted over to Bronco, you feel me? Yeah. But that was 2013 in a nutshell. You feel me? Going into 14, feeling myself a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And led the team to tackles. Got another academic on the road. Now I'm going. Um, uh, now I'm going to. Um, on oh, Asheville today. I visited Asheville 2013 too, man. Before the season. Visit who? I visited uh, Asheville. I did a study abroad. Oh, okay. How was that? Yeah, it was, it was awesome, man. And that was something that I never thought was possible. But I, I'm glad that I was able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot, I've seen, I've noticed that a lot more other guys started to take advantage of them same type of opportunities too. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a lot of people used to ask me, "Why the hell did you? Why the hell did you ask to make a study? What the hell is that? You feel what I'm saying? But uh, I've looked at things for everything that I everything that I had. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. My bad. I just had to put that in. Nah, that's good. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to 2014, though. You know what I mean? I'm feeling myself. You know, all these accolades are coming up. Like, a lot of guys, like, like I, I, more than likely, though, if I could have just stood on my film alone, because, you know, the NFL, they get surprised by guys leaving early. Yeah. Me and, like, we didn't have to come back for that shit yet. Uh, a few other guys on our team either. You feel what I'm saying? They had good seasons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Leaving early puts scouts and stuff on edge more so than, because they're not expecting your film will study you that year. You feel what I'm saying? They yeah. already got you planned out to look the next year. That's why a lot of guys, man, you go in a lot of locker rooms, these dudes don't even be graduating, man. Maybe two years or one year of football and then they they, they out because they've been registered to sit behind somebody. Yeah. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, next year we got another hard schedule. That's what I'm about to say. Y- y'all going to UCLA the first game. Oh, did it come? No, nah, they came to us. They came, they came to us. Yeah, first they came game to us. of the season. That's right. And, and and because of me being suspended, I could I want to say this because of me being suspended for that one year, 
I had to put my, I had to put myself in a little box a little bit, and I had to put something else out there because I had to start making myself presentable to the world. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So I couldn't be as cocky in these interviews and stuff like that as I wanted to be, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember a UCLA game to a T, man, where they was ask, they kept asking, "Well, what are you gonna do about this?" And what are you going to do about that? And what, Brent, what about man. this guy? This guy's going to win the Heisman. This, that, and the third. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, man, I, I just want to stop and say, what the hell are they going to do about, you know what I'm saying? What the hell are they going to do with me? What the hell are they going to do with, with this person? What the hell are they going to do with that person? You feel me? Because they don't understand. Media guys don't understand. I'm watching film, bro. I'm a film junkie, man. You feel me? Like Chase Minifield. I don't, I ain't, I, bro, I don't watch TV. I watch film. <laughs> you feel me? Hey, you know what's so, crazy about I'm, the UCLA game and the cut you off? I just realized, um, Bryce Perkins' brother was a running back. Yeah, number twenty-four. Yeah, Paul was a running back. Yeah, I remember yeah. Brent, the Brett Hundley that that played quarterback that that's uh, was still at Green Bay right now. But I ain't realize Paul was a running back. But go ahead, I ain't even cut you off. Yeah, man. Yeah, but like that game, they talk about how they gonna stop these guys. How the offense gonna stop? They got the defensive player. How the offense gonna stop their defensive end? I'm like, bro. I, they don't know. In our means, I already told them, bro. Brett Hundley ain't good. He ain't a good quarterback. Mm, talk spicy. I said he's a hell of an athlete. Nah, I ain't say this in the interview, but I'm saying, you know, you keep it. Oh, yeah. he can jump over tall buildings with one leap and uh-huh. all that kind of shit, bro. Sell the fight. He's not a good quarterback, bro. He's looking exactly like he don't throw the ball. He's a hell of an athlete. You feel what I'm saying? But, dog, we got these motherfuckers. You feel what I'm saying? Then we go out there and we give up one offensive touchdown. One. One. He's off the high. Bro, he, he was supposed to walk to the house man. He's, he's done. Get him out of here. It, they scored more defense. Saying? They scored on what? An interception return and a fumble recovery. Interception, fumble, and there was probably two interceptions. Now, two fumbles, one or two. They had three defensive touchdowns. Uh, yeah, back to back series. Yeah. God, I do yeah. remember that. Because, uh, yeah. That's when Matt came in. Yeah. Matt came yeah, in. He lit it up. Yep. Throwing to LeBroni for a touchdown. Yeah, I remember that game, and yeah. I remember, and, I, and Miles Jack was on defense for them. Yeah, and I and I still to this day feel like Miles Jack is a better running back than he was ever linebacker. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you speaking you speaking the real because that game won't like you didn't have a great game. Fourteen tackles, two no. sacks, two and a half tackles for losses. So mm-hmm. a few more PBUs, but you know. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, a forced fumble, my fault. Well, I forgot to know, add that too. But honest to God, though, I hate I hate watching myself in that game. Why? Like out of all my years, I will honestly still say, even though we went two and two, my my best year was 2013, man. I just didn't like the way that I looked. Mm. I don't know whether it was the weight that I had put on or what. I was just too bulky out there, bro. I was like 252 my senior year playing. Yeah, your shoulder pads did look big. Look like you ain't had no neck. Yeah, bro. 252 out there to my senior year, man. Yeah, you were like... Versus the year prior, I think I was like 240, 247, 245. You feel me? Yeah, that's... Yeah, that game y'all should have won. That game y'all should have won. For sure, for sure. But even though we didn't win it, you feel what I'm saying? It's still... You know, we had other opportunities come up. Like, Louisville came in. Um, they came in ranked. Uh, I think y'all Pittsburgh came in ranked. A lot of teams, man. Y'all beat, y'all beat Louisville that year. Yeah. Then you lost to BYU up there. That's when... um. What's the boy that's in New Orleans right now? Taysom Hill. No question, Taysom Hill. Yeah, Taysom Hill got busy that game. I remember that. Yeah, I got the, and that's one player, bro. I got the utmost respect. For. Oh, I know you do. Oh, I know them conversations we no have. Question. We, hey, he ain't lying. He respect Taysom. He was special, fact. man. Like yeah. that boy, he could have won if he tears ACL so many times. 
Like, he was up for the Heisman. I think uh, one of them years, man. Yeah. Uh, both of them, probably. Yeah. Because he was making other teams that didn't look stupid, Stupid. Man. Yeah, he was He was getting, yeah. Leaping <laughs> other guys in the whole nine. He but 14, you know, our schedule, it was hard. But we were a lot better. Like, 13, a lot of a lot of people didn't know the defense. They didn't know none of the offense. Yada, 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 man. But that year, hey. 14, you know, everybody had everything under control. And then the um, our schedule was made perfect, so our bye week was in the middle of the season. So we went into the bye week, number one in the ACC, sitting at four and two. Yo. So the conversation wasn't, are we, are we going to a ball game? It was which one? Yeah, which one? Because, look, man, I need to remind folks who was on defense this year because this is ridiculous. You had Quinn, who was a first year. You had Day-Day and... Was Ant was coming back from the eight interception season, right? This wasn't this, yeah. and then you had Max and Eli off the edge. You in the middle, Mo Kennedy at corner. Hosky was still there. Like, come on, man! Yeah. Come on, man! This defense yeah. was crazy. We was watching, man. David you know, Dean was here. What game was we? You know what I mean? The, the, turn, the amount of turnovers and sacks we created in the first six games, man. It was like it was like leading the nation, bro. One game, I think we had like seven turnovers there. Oh, seven, seven, eight sacks or something like that, man. Dante was on the squad. Dante, was, yo, my God. Yeah. Sheesh. But go ahead. Easy, go ahead. Man. Go ahead. I ain't even cut you Go ahead. I just had to let but the people we, know. But, but we had a bye week, you know what I'm saying, 4-2, and then coming out of the bye week, and we had certain team rules, man. I still think it broke down to this because I'm a firm believer, man, mm-hmm. that whatever you act in one part of your life or whatever you allow in one part of your life, it's going to bleed into other parts. Mm. So if I'm consistent... And I'm committed in this side. That's why I take uh, education stuff serious. You feel me? Yeah. Because if I'm if I'm like this, if I'm thorough on this right here, then I'm gonna be naturally thorough on this over here. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. But if I say, hey, hey, man, like let's let's not uh, let's hold off on drinking during the week or something like that. You feel what I'm saying? And let's say that that was gone. That was a thing that was being adhered to at the beginning, and then afterwards. Not saying that that. that I'm just using that as an example. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, some team rules in case of or even going to boiling during the week or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Just all in our football. But we come out of the the, the, the bye week, number one, we go on to play Duke, a very winnable game. Mm-hmm. Still respect the hell out of Coach Clough, Coach, Coach, Coach Cutler, but we end up losing this game. And then it just starts, man. And then we finish out the season one and five, bro. Yep. Y'all play Carolina but, and Mr. Biscuit throw a damn, come in and throw a touchdown to uh, TJ. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I almost fought him when he transferred to the UVA, bro. But I was staying with him at the time, too. Hey, bro, that was you? Yeah. Hey, bro. Hey, a lot of dudes owe me some money from that seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, man, we go down to the GM Tech. Go fast forward to the end of the season, man. Yeah. Oh, don't Tech, talk bro. about that game, man. That game still Listen, pissed me off. What went it breaks, down. Bro, it still angers me, too, to this day. Because a lot of people owe me money. To this but look, day. we go to this game, and I want to, I want to set, I want to set the space for cats, right? We ain't beat these guys since what, 03? Yeah, 04, whatever the 04, year was. Yeah, so we yeah. beat them since then. They've been going to a bowl game for thirty, for twenty something, thirty straight years. Mm-hmm. We are on a bowl game drought, and this right, it was like if we were to win that game, they're not going to a bowl game. So we breaking that streak. Yeah, we breaking our losing streak to them. You feel what I'm saying, dog? Y'all got the opportunity right here to be legends, man. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? 
on one of the best defenses. I still rate this defense as one of the best defenses that probably ever came through UVA. Defense is you know cold. I, mean? I say, I say one of, not the. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, not fair. Yeah, yeah. But no, you have the opportunity, and we shouldn't even be in this predicament to begin with because we was number one. We was just number one in the ACC five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, this thing is 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 built up for y'all to be legends, man. But for what's going to stop, be stopped and what's going to be continued and then moving forward, what's gonna, what is UVA going to be? You feel what I'm saying? Because that's why I came back. That's what, like, no, I can, I can show you, I can show you stuff whenever I was emailing Morgan Moses in 09. Mm. You feel whenever he was at Harvard, you feel yeah. what I'm saying? Or oh, Fort Union, I mean. Talking about, bro, let's go there and change the, change the, the program, bro. Because them years, they was going like three and nine. Yeah. You feel me? I don't, I don't want to touch nothing. I don't want to touch anything, bro. And I'm not trying, to, and I'm not gonna make it better than whenever I left. So that was my whole, that was my whole thing from day one, even before I even got there. So right now we had that opportunity. And that's the, that's the reason I came back for my senior year was to start this thing because the work wasn't done yet, man. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But go out there, you know, end of the game, get some penalties. Another game, uh, another thing. Um, but damn, my guy gets a touchdown because he he didn't get the call. He's playing cover two when it was there, like a cover nine or a cover one kind of stuff. Yeah. End of the game, you everybody know the ball's going to damn Bucky. Everybody knows the Bucky. <laughs> but we let him catch the damn ball. You know what I'm saying? Like just different stuff just just happens. But like yeah, that I said, was that was like a that was like a coverage uh, a, a coverage mistake, like a pre snaps uh, mistake because all game. The guy who ended up checking Bucky wasn't checking him during the game. He was doing something else. Yeah. Like the safeties got switched. Yeah. Bro, I was on the sideline for that play. Which I, well, I'm still mad about. Because <laughs> <laughs> that'll be something that you that you alert guys to. Hey, bro, make sure. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even just that right there. Like, you know where the ball's going, man. Mm-hmm. And he had been shut down all game. Yeah. He had one catch but, going hey. into that drive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the you know that big camera that back. Yeah, that damn, that, that damn rough in the passer joint was so damn bogus though, man. God damn. The, the what? The rough in the passer that they threw yeah. the, that kept the drive going yeah. really. Yeah. But it was still it's, it still is a play. He owed me some money too. He shouldn't have done that. Yeah, he ain't had to push him either. <laughs> he ain't had to push him. You, if we all agree on that. He ain't had to push him. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. on, Mike. Well, look, hey, it is what it is, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But after that game, man, I licked my wounds, man. Me and KT hopped in the call with our ladies, man. We drove back, bro. We didn't ride the bus, bro. Word. Like, we was upset. I thought, dog, we was listening to, like, love jams, bro. Oh, the man. The whole way, singing our little hearts. <laughs> Ooh, you boys is called Thomas out there, huh? Hey, cause you know how it is, bro. Whenever you uh, you know how it is. Whenever like you done with something, you can take that breath. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? And like that, like that weight just off of you, bro. That's how it felt, man. So now we got them. We out processing, and then you know training for the NFL, man. So and the training for the NFL, I didn't even take my time off, bro. I got right into it in like December. Damn. Did you leave UVA yeah. and, and and go somewhere like Florida to train, or you stay here? No, I stayed. I stayed in seventy five, man, because you know I got a little brother and stuff like that. Ah, okay. I got a little. I got a little brother that, you know, since you know, four years of life was taking, taking, or four or five years of his early life was taken away from him. Mm-hmm. As far as you know, having a big brother showing him the ropes, yada yada yada, because I was off in college and stuff like that. So I wanted to be there for that, and I had the same trainer back in back in high school. EJ Manuel put me on with a guy, uh, Coach Stringfield. Okay. 
Anthony Street for the first three sports fitness out there in uh, Virginia Beach, bro. Still the best trainer around. Go ahead, plug him. Go ahead, plug him again so the people can hear. You said what? Go ahead and plug it. Plug who it is again. Oh, Anthony Poindex, first three sports uh, performance down in Virginia Beach, Virginia. First string sports. Yeah, right. and he's not one of them guys. Like you know, a lot of cats be out here just you know they see a kid got some type of uh, talent, so they put their name on him. Uh, they want to get him out there and have him do a couple cone drills. No, I seen this dude take guys that had no business playing football. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Or any other sport? Because he's not just a football guy. And he made like he, he. I seen him build guys, even change how some people run. You feel what I'm saying? Like the whole nine yards, bro. Like it's an art and it's a science to it, man. Yeah. So I knew already, and I knew the type of work that I was gonna get out of him. And he, and I knew that he knew what to get out, what he could get out of me. You feel what I'm saying? Because I've been training with this guy since ninth grade, like I said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even EJ, man, you could probably go on, go online. I'll try to send it to you, but. This guy, like EJ, going to Florida State, right? Yep. The video, EJ was 13, 14, I think. 14 or 15. And he asked EJ, he's like, man, where you want to go to school at? He said, Florida State. And this is why he's killing him in a workout. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, based on high school, where you want to go? But if you can, if I can find that, bro, I'm going to definitely send it to you, man. Like, dog, I, these are the lives that I've seen changed by this sport. Like, we, we walk with giants. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm, that's the thing, that's the thing that a lot of cats don't understand, and we put the work in. That's why whenever cats don't want to put that, you know what I mean? It, like, it bothers me when the cats don't want to put that work in, man. But December, December came, whatever. I start training, whatever the case may be, you know. I didn't want to, but stream, you know, <laughs> you know, he can get out of me. He pulled it out of me, got that, hey, come on. Uh-huh. So, boom, I'm working out, you know what I'm saying? And I, I turned into a hermit, because I got to cut weight, for one. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm there. I ain't starving myself, but I'm eating. I'm, I ain't used to eating how I was eating, bro. And I did that all the way up until the draft. So for like five months, bro, it was nothing. I locked in. I ain't, I ain't no alcohol, no girls. During that time, my um, the girl I've been dating since high school, whatever, my uh, who's my wife now. You know, she um that January I had to kiss her goodbye, man. She had joined the navy in two thousand, the army in two thousand twelve. Oh, so word. In January of two thousand fifteen. She had to uh, go over to Iraq mm. for uh, deployment. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my, so you know what I'm saying. My future wife is in fucking Iraq. I'm training for the biggest shit of my life. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's just like it was a lot. It was a lot to deal with, bro. You know what I mean? And so I was really I turned into a hermit crab, man. I stayed to myself. You feel what I'm saying? My mother was there for the whole nine the whole way through as far as like she helped make some of the meals and stuff like that yeah but the meal plan that I was on on top of the people that you know training like that man um Kenny Easley put me in touch not Coach Stringfield put me in touch with Kenny Easley so Kenny Easley you know Kenny Easley yep okay so anybody that don't know Kenny Easley is we're talking about a Hall of Famer mm-hmm. defensive back from yes. the 1970s man yep and I mean that guy you know what I'm saying but he came out there and you know what I'm saying a lot of people wanted to say that you know, hey, you can't cover whatever the case may be. I'm out there, bro. I'm checking wide receivers and stuff like that while I'm training type of thing. Turn and burn. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like, he had me, like, he had got me right, bro. Like, seriously, man. So, I, whenever I was training, like, like I said, I'm I'm covering um, wide receivers and stuff like that while I'm training and stuff, man. So, when they came to the NFL, bro, like, I was a, bro, I was a, I was a machine by the time I uh, went out there, man. I was a machine, man. My first my first workout was with um the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Right? 
go to the Ravens. They don't let you. They don't let you wear your own cleats. So they give me some cleats or whatever. And I'm out there balling. The thing was, I wanted to be with the Ravens anyway, man. You feel me? Because I, I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of any team. You feel what I'm saying? But there's certain organizations that I do like uh -huh. to love. And the Ravens is one of those because of what they got they stood for. Like, you know what you're going to get out of the Steelers, no matter what decade you look at. You know what you're going to get out of New England, no matter what decade you look at. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And Ravens is another one of those. And the Seahawks is that during the early 10s. You feel me? Like, those type of organs, that hard-nosed stuff, man, is what the hell I wanted. And Coach Wink, Coach Wink, Coach Martindale, who's a defensive coordinator now, he was my guy. But he, he wanted to trade a priest from Alabama. Mm. You feel me? So Trey was there. And, um, and, um, you know, I he, so he didn't sign any, any uh, free agents at the time. You feel me? But why, why I brought up the creep situation was because, duh, while we out there in practice, I didn't, I didn't warn some of the skin off my feet by the creeps that, that I had to use, man. Damn. And I told, I went up to the equipment, I said, look, man, look, <laughs> I will pay you <laughs> to give you some victories, bro. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I need it, bro. So they ended up giving it to me, whatever the case may be. But uh, by that time, you know, it's already too late for, for the most part. Yeah. But the Ravens, I think we was doing two days. Like, Ravens is by, by far the hardest, probably, rookie minicap out there, man. But we was doing two days, whatever the case may be, get to the end and stuff like that. But on my way out, man, because when he comes to me, he said, Look, he said, Goddamn, stay ready. Because I don't think uh, Buddy's knees going to last or whatever. You feel me? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, bet. You feel me? But shit, did I, and I drove up to be more. So I ain't get my per diem for the, what you call it game, but I definitely got my per diem for them. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> you feel me? Because, you know, you be broke at that time, bro. A lot of people, like, as soon as you got NFL attached to your name, they think, like, you making a million dollars off rip. That's mm. not That's not true. Mm -mm. And we're going to dive into that, too. Mm-hmm. But he said, look, man, stay ready. So on the way home, you know, I'm telling my agent, hey, man, so, 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 yada, yada, yada. My agent said, all right, boom, I got you with the Saints next weekend. You feel me? Yeah. Because <laughs> if anybody don't know, half the NFL does their rookie minicams one weekend. The next half, the other half yeah. does the, uh, the other mini rookie minicams on the other weekend to give, you know, guys opportunities if they don't make it and stuff like that. Yeah. So, boom, I go. Coach Wink calls me, I think it was Monday. He called me on, like, Monday. He was like, hey, Henry, what you, what you going to do? I said, man, I got to work out this uh, this weekend. You feel what I'm saying? With the Saints. I'm going to go down to the Saints. He was like, all right. You know, just keep me posted. Good luck. Right? So I go down to the Saints. My feet heal a little bit. I make the squad. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. they didn't cut. Whoever they had a priority free agent was, I'm wearing his number on, on, on Monday. Let me get that. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, let me get that. But the thing is, this guy probably, let's say this guy signed for $10,000. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. He's still sitting better than I am at this time. Yep. You feel me? That's but we gonna get into that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, so then, goddamn, Trader Priest comes across the wire. Trader Priest got cut that Tuesday after I signed. Oh word! You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So the star, I, I tell guys, bro, the stars gotta align and luck gotta be in your favor a little bit whenever it comes to the NFL, especially if you were uh, undrafted free agent, man. Because I could have easily, that could have easily. Uh, have written my whole story a little bit different whenever it comes to my time in the league. Yeah. You feel me? But, you know, it is what it is. Well, I'm down there with the Saints. I'm balling. You know, um, what, is, what is it, man? Yeah, shit, I'm balling, bro. I'm moving like, like like I said, cats don't even think that I'm a, a, a rookie. 
You feel what I'm saying? Because I'm just, I keep to myself. I'm not out here joking, horse playing, all this other kind of shit, dog. I come in, I go to work, I go home. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, goddamn, so now we're in camp. And, uh, before, before, I had a coach, man. They used to always call me Coach, um, he actually coached Kid Easley back in the day. Mm-hmm. Damn, what was his name? Um, ooh, Jim, it wasn't Jim Reed. He, he reminded me of Coach Reed, though, man. God damn it. I'm mad that I can't remember his name right now, man. He Joe Vitt. He was a position coach? No, it was Joe Vitt. Yeah, he was a position coach. Okay. Joe Vitt was his name, man. Long time in the NFL, bro. But Joe Vitt say, um... Damn, he, he would always call me um, Harry or something like that, right? <laughs> Harry. <laughs> yeah. Like, he didn't know, bro, I don't know what he was doing as a psychological thing, or he was, he really didn't know what the hell my name was, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah, he would always call me Harry. And, like, later on, that little bit was like, bro, why do you, why you believe I'm calling you Elliot? You feel what I'm saying? But, you know, that, that confidence, is, I'm like, bro, they, they gonna know what the hell my name is by the time I leave this motherfucker, what? Uh-huh. You feel me? So, boom, and I'm putting the shit on film we go into the first game of the season, and guess who the hell we playing? The Ravens. Mm. Not the season, but the preseason. Yeah, the preseason. Playing the Ravens. Yeah. Buddy, buddy, say, um, shit. I ended up leaving the team of tackles up in, and I graded out the highest as far as PFF or whatever the hell it is. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I'm rocking. You feel me? I'm rocking out here. You know what I mean? They got them, hey, Henry, what's up? Like, they're like, they're calling on the first name, whole nine yards. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But in that first in that first game, man, a cat that fell on my damn ankle, 300 pounds, my first NFL tackle. Dang. So, and I'm not even thinking it's that serious, but you know, that football player in you, you feel what I'm saying? You just keep going, keep going, or whatever. He was like, you want to get an MRI? I said, no, I ain't getting no, an MRI. Because I forgot to tell you, damn, um, I told him right before camp, that man, something ain't right in my damn, like, yeah. something ain't right in my hip, man. Mm-hmm. Something ain't right in my hip, man. Something don't feel right. And the guy was like, look, you going to get an MRI? I'm like, man, I'm going to get an MRI for your hip. What the hell I need that for? Because you don't want to be known as an under you don't want to be known as a guy with injuries and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah. You feel me? But I ended up finding out, man, I had a, uh, a torn labrum in my hip. Oh, damn. You feel me? And whenever I think of times, like I said, it's going to come back later on. Whenever I think of the times, it stemmed from that 2011 injury mm. running down on kickoff against that Indiana. When I thought it was just a hamstring, but nah, it was it was that because the feeling that I was describing of the, the ball in the socket and it not moving unless I do a certain stretch or warm it up enough, mm-hmm. that's exactly what a, uh, you know, what an what a injury occurred at. So they're like, yo, Henry, what you want to do? You know. Me, me yeah, just being a play. football player, not even thinking about the business of anything. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm what you, playing. What you mean? I'm showing up every day. What you mean? <laughs> but a lot of guys, they go out here. They, you know, they sign a little injury, little injury settlement. And you get, you know, sixty to a hundred thousand dollars, and yeah. then they just they be on their way. Cool, rehabbing and shit. Like, nah, bro, I'm mm-hmm. not that. No, because I still every house in me still was like, bro, I'm making this team. Who the hell gonna tell me I ain't? Bitch, I know I'm one of the best in this room. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But injuries played out room, you know what I'm saying? And then by the end of all preseason, I'm thinking I made it because we played Green Bay that last game, right? And 
you know how that last game is, man. They call it the the undrafted free agent. Yep. Showcase. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Because <laughs> this 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 is God's lives, man. Like everything that they fought for, like this right here is it. Bro. That's it. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> but these dudes, bro, I didn't even I didn't even play in the game until like the fourth quarter. Damn. So whenever whenever they tell you whenever you like no typically that means bro you made the team you feel what I'm saying yeah typically like if they hold you out of that last game bro you, you made out, the team yeah. bro yeah and everybody I I didn't even start really using Twitter until around that time because I was getting so much love from uh Saints Nation and stuff like that you feel what I'm saying mm-hmm. and me being from Mobile you know what I'm saying I'm two hours away from where the hell I grew up at so all of this stuff none of this happened by mistake. You feel me? Yeah. Even though I wanted to be with the Ravens and stuff like that, no. The, the conversations and stuff, I was able to go back home and have with my grandmother. Mm. My great-grandmother at the time. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the 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 memories that it brought back up to my childhood. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like dog, we were driving around New Orleans. Bro, I, I see, I'm seeing ditches and stuff, right? Yeah. You know, you, you don't see too many ditches up around the way like that. Up uh-huh. where we at in Virginia. You feel what I'm saying? But I'm seeing ditches and stuff, bro. Like that's where all my that's where my pets used to come from. Mm. You feel me? Like that that kind of upbringing, like that 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 humble shit. Like and like I said, Mobile ain't no it ain't country like motherfuckers be thinking. Whenever I say I'm from Alabama, it's but dog, that's what the hell we used to do. My pet, like I'm talking about turtles and stuff, man. I was getting my pets out the ditch, bro. Like you can't like all this stuff, man. People be you know I've always prided my that's why I've always prided myself on being able to do more with less. You feel me? Yeah. Like, I, I pride on that, bro. Like, because you care about it more. But, like, thinking of that kind of stuff, bro, I'm talking about, bro, I'll be in a bus with cats and I can damn near be in tears. You feel what I'm saying? Or I can think about, damn, like, you feel me? My pops, my pops, um, like I said, my pops wasn't in my life like that, for real. But, you know, four years old, I didn't watch this man get arrested in front of me. I'm sitting on the, I got to sit on the, uh, <laughs> I got to sit on the, um, the, the corner until my uh, grandma come pick me up. Dang. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, them, them kind of memories. Or, or fifth grade, whenever I got a damn, like, CPS. Because, like I said, my grades was always there, bro. But I, I had this shit in me, man. Mm-hmm. While I was doing certain stuff that I, you know what I mean? Class time, whatever it takes to be. But, dog, I didn't got in trouble two days in a row. CP, like, somebody called CPS, man, for my mom's. And my mother was a great mother. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they got to come check out the crib. I'm in counseling. <laughs> Ordered by the school. You feel what I'm saying? Out of that intermediate school. And but they gotta come check out my living situation, man. Cause they cause I, I'm throwing up red flags and stuff like uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right before we moved to Virginia, fifth grade. I know exactly eighth what grade. you mean. Eighth grade, I'm thirteen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm in the back of the damn uh, police car. You feel me? Yeah. For whatever the hell I didn't I didn't done or whatever the case may be. I'm in the back of a police car though. You you're thirteen years old, man. Think of that. And how the hell, like, you, you drive up to the school and see your son in the back of police car at 13. And then you fast forward, damn, eight years. You feel what I'm saying? I'm in I'm in the back of police car, but I'm on the other side now. I'm being escorted at the University of Virginia. Because mm. because I'm a team captain. You feel what I'm like? That's, yep. Like, that, that like, like, you know what I'm saying? Just thinking about all that shit. You feel me? That's why I say, and that's why I text you. I said, bro, I was in, I was in tears on the road last week. Because, dog, I, like, this shit wasn't supposed to happen. Whenever it comes to this, and football, dog, this shit saved my fucking, dog, this shit saved my fucking life, man. All of our lives, man. I'm right there I with can't, you, bro. I, I can't, I can't harp on that enough, man. And, and, and it breaks my heart 
when guys take advantage of this thing, man. And that's why, that's probably where, where the passion comes out. Like, a lot of stuff that I'm telling you right now, mm -hmm. I, I, I ain't had these conversations until a lot of people this shit, man. But, like, dog, <laughs> like, that's where the passion comes from. This thing, like, catch me wanting to play basketball, because, like, dog, how many players you see out there on the floor? You feel what I'm saying? Dog, if you want to, go walk on. But nigga, go get this football scholarship first. Yeah. Get to the university and walk on if you really want to play ball that bad. Yeah. This right here is, this right here is what's going to make you more money. It's going to get you the, the education the fastest and, and, and free. You feel what I'm saying? Like, this right here is the hustle you need to be going on, man. The cats be having it, be having a misconstrued, man. I've seen a lot of cats, man. Get lost whether it was like I said earlier, like whether it was to trouble or whether it was to just other stuff. And some of it was because of their living situation, man. And it breaks my goddamn heart. Yeah, but, man. And for Bayside, for the athletes that we had, man, because of you know the environment that we're in, still, I had guys that middle school never made it to high school, bro. And I ain't talking about like they died and no stuff like that. I'm talking about dog. They caught charges, man. You feel me? Like yeah. serious charges. <laughs> we talk about like bodies sometimes, man. Nah, I feel you. Like bro. no, no funny stuff. We said, man, I'm not, man, bitch, I knew you said metal detectors when you walk in, bro. Man, that's why you gotta tell the young like, boys play the game, don't let the game play you, cause you gotta, you gotta. Football is a vehicle, but you gotta, you gotta take every bit of resource and absorb it from this journey football take you on. Like so, so many times and. See, never did you say when you was young that, yo, I want to get to the league. You just had a mindset is, look, I know what my back, I know what my fallback is. Education, my yeah. mind is my powerful mind. Like, I'm going to use my brain. And everything you yeah. said, everything you talked about from, from the meeting rooms to talking to Coach Tenuta to Jim Reed, like, everything is mental with you. Mm -hmm. And it's always been, because talking to various guys when I do these one-on-ones, and even I could put myself in, it was like, yo, I'm going to get to the league. I'm going to get to the NFL. Your mindset was, I got to be an A and B student. I ain't in all of these names and all these schools. Like, damn it, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this other paper. I got two of them. Like, that's why I'm, I, like, I always tell you every time we talk, like, dog, how many folks can say from where how we grow up that, first of all, they went to college. Second of all, they graduated from college. And then third of all, you got a master's. Yeah, for sure. That's phenomenal to me. That blows me away. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, football is the hustle, man. Mm -hmm. That's it. Football is the hustle to get everything else that you want, man. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Everything else. Football is the hustle. Like, cats, that's why whenever I put certain stuff on the gram and stuff like that, bro, because I'm talking to this audience and this audience, mm -hmm. but I got to put it in these terms so these cats understand. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. If I tell you it's a hustle to get everything else, man, you you look at it differently because you probably got another hustle, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you ain't even look at it as a hustle. Like if like if, if let's say that uh my boy he comes to me and he said, look, man, and I'm about to I'm about to take it there a little bit. Like he say, bro, I got these drugs or vacation, yeah, I got this plug, yada yada yada, boom 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 boom. Mm -hmm. I just need this right here from you. You feel what I'm saying? In order to to start this right here up. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, now, now flip that and say, bro, you just came to me and said you got a, a, a distribution or a vendor. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. You feel what I'm saying? You just told, you just look at me like the bank, bro. You just came to the bank 
with a business plan. With a business plan. You feel me? So you got to put it in them terms, man, so cats understand what the hell is going on, man, because the game doesn't change, bro. Only the, only the damn, you know, the field does. Yep. The game don't change, man. Hustle in the legal, in the legal lane. Have the same yeah. illegal mentality, but apply it to the legal lane and learn how to talk the legal language. Yeah, because these cats, bro, all they going to do, even whenever it comes to selling weed these days, these major corporations, right? Mm-hmm. All they're going to do is dress it up in a way to make it legal for them. <laughs> but they didn't make it illegal for you for damn for 50 years. And what, your ass up for it's, it's amazing, right? Dope boys out here slinging that green stuff for years, getting locked up. All of a sudden... You got other folks that got the business acumen create these dispensaries. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dope boys and realize, hey, man, you can do that too. You just got to know who to talk to and how to work yeah. work that business. Oh, oh, oh. Just, but you got to have somebody in your circle that's going to put it in them terms for you yep. too, man. Like, mm-hmm. no, this right here is a vendor, bro. Or even if they wanted to get in the business in another way. I, I Some cats I know that, run, that started businesses from the game. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Or some of the best business guys because they can make, they know, they, they going to go out there and get it regardless. They ain't scared to talk to people this, that, and the third. You feel what I'm saying? They're not weirdos. They people people. Yeah. Uh, people persons or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. But to understand that, dog, that's the business plan you just made. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Or to understand that, bro, that's a that's a distributor. That's a vendor. Mm. Oh, this, is, this right here's the this right here's the supply. This right here's the demand. Just to understand those things, man, is what some cats just paying two hundred thousand dollars for a UVA to get an education on. Yep, that's why I do like Jay Z, who was a former drug dealer, always seemed like he got new ideas and new ways. Yeah, yeah, man, it's, it's <laughs> ridiculous, man. And in that climb, why you making that climb? Even though that was the environment cats was in, man, you got to surround yourself with some. Some good dudes too. I want to say that. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and whenever I say good dudes, you want to be the shining force too. Because like the guys that I helped the closest, one of them went on to play ball at um, VMI. He's probably the best basketball player to ever come through VMI. Uh, Darius Covington. Okay. And my other homeboy, and DJ had off the, he had basketball and uh, football scholarship. DJ was in six, six four, six five since then middle school. You feel what I'm saying? Dunking and shit. Mm-hmm. Like he was just that guy. <laughs> And then my other homeboy was uh, Kevon, Kevon Williams. He ended up going to HBCU, but he was he went to Hampton University. But he was a damn um, shout out to HU. He was a Gates he was a Gates Millennium Scholarship. Wow, you feel what I'm saying? So and these right here, the guys that like dog, these are the, du- the two the two dudes that I held the closest that we hung out like the most, like that we all stayed within like the same realm of each other. But he yeah. went there and then he graduated. He's an engineer, bro, Ooh. and he got his master's in engineering now. Just graduated like last year. From ODU. Salute, man. That's a beautiful thing right there. Beautiful. Hello? Yeah, I, I got you. So my bad. And even like the street cats. Like, so them dudes like they're the ones that held the closest, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All of us went to college for free, this that, and the third. And Kevon, like everybody like like me being an athlete, people would probably be like, yo, <clears throat> you know, you want to be like these guys or whatever? Cause you can look at me on the field, bro. I'm not, I just give a fuck. Yeah, I don't like. I ain't finessing. I ain't, bro. I just give a damn about what the hell is going on. You feel me? I wasn't the most. I was deceptively athletic. Let me say that. <laughs> man, you just a damn barbarian, man. I'm gonna put yeah, it like that. You was a barbarian. But, you got but it. Kevon was the one. Yeah, Kevon was the one. I didn't want to be like other athletes. I want to be like Kevon because Kevon was. You know what I mean? If I'm getting honorable, Kevon, I hate getting Christmas list every goddamn semester. <laughs> 
Like, for real, man. Like, I'm chasing him, and I probably got it once, bro. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But that opens the doors a lot, and I need athletes to understand that. That opens the doors. Like, your education, whenever I say Stanford School of Transcripts in my 10th grade year, those, them, <laughs> that right there will open the doors to education of how you attack your grades and stuff like that more than anything else, man. And, and the grades is a character builder, too. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And then whenever Kevon went to, just to toot his damn on, whenever Kevon went to Hampton, him and the cat that he held close, they the only two from the HBCU school to graduate with the major or minor that they graduated in, like chemical or biochemical engineering and some other just wild stuff. You feel what I'm saying? Like in the history of HBCU. You, you did what I'm saying? And that's on that side. And on the flip side, whenever I talk about you gotta have good dudes around you, I'm a month, I'm, it's like June of 2010. I'm about to go off to college, man. I'm at the basketball courts with my homeboys or whatever. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. One of my street guys. What I mean? He's like, yo, I need to go back to your crib or whatever, talking to, to one of my other homeboys. And my homeboy like, man, take, take Henry with you or whatever it is. You feel what I'm saying? Let, let Henry take you or whatever the case is. Yeah. You feel me? But whatever he had on him, he said, no, nah, I ain't even going to put that on his life. Mm. You did what I'm saying? Yeah. And you see them kind of, them small instances like that, right? Where some cats don't get, don't got that home, but that'll, that'll make that decision for them. Yeah. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And then they end up getting caught, and then it's that man's name that's in the newspaper, not your homeboy. Not your homeboy, yeah. That's a fact. So this stuff, man, it's just, it's, it's a lot, it's, it's deep, man. What, everything that got you here, man, it's, it's, it's deep, bro. Hey, but. I can honestly say that. But check this out, man. You got a couple more minutes. Unless, unless you want to come back and do a part two, because we could do a oh, part damn. two. But yeah, we have been there for like two been, hours. Yeah, we've been we've been rocking, man. But I know you got a lot more you want to share, man. And I don't want to cheat. Not only I don't want to cheat the culture because the culture need this, and I, I know you got more to share. But I don't want to take up too much of your time. You know, like I said, we've been rocking out for two hours. Hold that thought, Henry. That's all we're gonna get a fans today. Hopefully, you enjoyed part one. Stay tuned for part two. It's the Ball Hawk Show. Good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do, man. Oh, we out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.